Your sperm count is 11. Welcome to episode number 28 of Unrelenting. I am Darren O'Neill. He is Sir Gene. And you had a birthday yesterday. Damn. Well, how yeah. You, you, Getting you, older, man. I mean, every, you, you get your every ARP week. card? I refuse to get an ARP card. Those people are evil. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. There is the uh, conservative version of that. It's something else. Uh, uh, there is an alternate ARP for people that hate the politics of ARP. Mm-hmm. but now i mean do you get like the senior discount when you go out for breakfast and uh, i've been getting that since i was about 20 <laughs> you do look old i mean so there's that <laughs> there is that you're in old it's the beard yeah i think that just makes me look old the beard is older than you uh i wouldn't say that <laughs> that would be a physical impossibility but says you uh-huh says you but it's not a whole separate thing that just you know is glued on you know the beard will go on forever so did you have a good birthday what did you do did you get you know a nice well did you have i know you've been doing the no booze thing so did you not even crack open one of those really I did not expensive drink at all on my birthday nope damn Spicy. big steak uh no no did not do a steak had sushi Ew. and i know i say Ew. that because i've never had sushi <laughs> you keep telling well, me i've just not had your the, loss yeah and I understand I love the security cameras in here, by the way. Do you have multiple security cameras? Yeah. Are you not watching the screen? No. I mean, I oh, went to my be. notes. I mean, I've only got three monitors. Notes. Hold on. You have notes. You didn't tell me you were going to do notes. I, I always do have any notes. I always have notes. I mean, mainly like episode 28 for the date and, uh, you know, that just I had to pull that oh. up. Yeah, I don't know what those are. I just rely on you to figure out what episode we're on. And I've, I had the big reminder. It was like, hey, it was Gene's birthday. I heard about it on the No Agenda show. And you didn't even give this show a nice plug. You should have been like, give us the full, give us the oh full ad. Here we go again. Every time somebody gives some money to some other show, <laughs> you have ad. to complain about not getting a plug. Full ad. We want the full ad. Ugh. Well, you're more than welcome to buy one. <laughs> welcome to. Well, that was... <laughs> And I was thinking about you're that. in charge of our money anyway. You're the yeah, one I, I thought figuring it was out how many shekels are coming in, which would actually be a good idea to take the last round and just send it to no agenda because that's what we do uh, yeah. af- after the uh, it was it's calling it a hubbub's a little bit uh, extreme. But there was on a recent no agenda. They were talking about the length of the letters from when people send in the donations mm-hmm. and uh, I just thought it would be funny to send in a qualifying note and just be like, Hey, you're tired of no agenda, not reading your notes. Send your money to unrelenting.show. That would be a pretty funny note to send. I bet you people would probably get a kick out of that. Yeah. I mean, I thought that would be funny. Mm -hmm. And I think Adam and John might find it to be funny. Potentially. Maybe. (laughs) Or potentially not. Or annoying. Or that damn uh darren o'neill right as long as it was a short note though i think that would work as long as it was a very short (laughs) send your your money here we'll take it yeah but what did you do special for your birthday then i 
nothing. nothing. I, I went out to a friend's ranch and uh, looked at his gun collection. And <laughs> oh wow, kind of hung out. Sounds like a laid back kind of day. It was very laid back. It was super laid back. My car battery died, so we had to get a rental car. Wait, was, wait, um, that's no good. Yeah, well, I it's an old battery. I've never replaced it in the car, and my car is now old. And you, know, um, you could just replace the battery rather than getting a rental car. Uh, okay, so the battery is a bit tricky to replace in this particular vehicle. And I, I guess an old battery that, that sits in a car that isn't driven just dies. Yes. Oh, I've, that's happened to me multiple times. Yeah, it's never happened to me before, but it has now. Which is why and, we have uh, like the so little, I, uh, there's like a, a little uh, battery charger, you know, they're like a hundred bucks or 150 mm-hmm. bucks or something where you can just throw them on and slow charge that thing right back up. Right. Well didn't do any good when i was going to drive the car that day so yeah, i mean it takes like up. 10 minutes to get it started i mean it's way it's way quicker to get a rental car obviously yeah well you'd be surprised <laughs> uh there's a especially after you've just checked out somebody's gun collection is this is what? It, was that related checking out the gun collection and getting a rental car put that in air no, quotes. No, no. i just had to get the rental car to drive out to the uh compound first so you're not carjacking anybody on your birthday. That wasn't like a, you know, a thrill thing. Mm, no, it was very relaxed. It was just nice and quiet. Walked around the city for a while. It was a perfect day. It was in the probably mid seventies. So it wasn't too hot. So I enjoyed it. It was uh perfect birthday weather and they're coming for yeah your i just decided Texas. like a month ago, you know what? Why am I trying to plan or do stuff? When really, it's my day to relax. It's your day to do whatever you want. Well, yeah, exactly. But I mean, in Texas, looking at guns, that's dangerous right now. Why? They're coming for your guns. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So you don't think that's happening? No. I mean, the insane people really believe they can repeal the Second Amendment, which I think is Mm kind of cute. Mm hmm. It's like, do you understand what it takes to get that done? Yeah. So anybody that, well, again, the whole journalisming, which I picked up from the Roman guy, uh, Roman TV or whatever, Romanian TV on uh, YouTube. I think it's a great mm. word, journalisming. <laughs> because it's like nobody's journalizing. Doing, nobody, yeah, nobody's doing ju- journalisming because uh-huh. if they were, then if you're going to do stories, if you're going to just rant and rave like a bunch of morons on MSNBC, mm-hmm. then if you're saying, well, it's time we repeal the Second Amendment, maybe you should explain what that would take mm-hmm. and explain that to your audience. Nobody ever does, which is how they just get people more riled up because we all know that. Well, we had to repeal some court, some Supreme Court justices while we're at it. Yes. Well, that's why we have to, or we have to add all kinds of things. We got to get rid of a lot of the stuff that just, bueno. but it would take a whole lot to repeal the second amendment. And it's always interesting to me is that the people that want to repeal the second amendment are the same ones that do not want tough repercussions for people that commit crimes with guns. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, that's consistent. That's totally consistent. 
it is the gun, not the person that commits right. the crime. Right. The guns are bad. Mm-hmm. The guns are bad. And uh, yeah, as, you really should be looking at the screen right now. It's very pretty. As they talked about on No Agenda yesterday, there's a lot of other ways to go about mass amounts of carnage. And they talked about car bombs. And that's something that I've brought up mm-hmm. for years because I'm Irish. I mean, I didn't grow up there, but I'm well aware uh, of the so history. Making bombs is in your gen- genetics. Huh? It seems like it. It's in your DNA. If you know anything about the troubles in Ireland, you know that car bombs were the only troubles in Ireland that are the British. Right. That's right. Give <laughs> Ireland back to the Irish. That's right. Been but saying this, that for many years, this concept that guns are the only way to commit mass amounts of carnage. Not true. And OK, maybe the guns are the easiest tool for people to get to. But if they can't get it, they go to the next one. And the next one is just as deadly, if not more deadly. Yeah. And less well, trackable. we have an advantage here in the United States because we license people at 16 to operate kinetic bombs. Yes, motor vehicles. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we talked about that when the guy went into the Christmas parade last year. Yeah, that year. was one guy who wasn't even all that good a driver. Right. So there's lots of ways to commit mass amounts of carnage. But if you really want to... And this was something that was brought up because 18-year-olds have been able to buy these kind of rifles for the last 60 years. It was brought up, uh, you know, in Texas and elsewhere. But these kind of shootings haven't happened. Well, what changed? Because something had to change. Yeah, parents suck these days. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly what the article pointed to. And I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I've railed on the same kind of things with parents who don't know what their kids are doing on mm-hmm. their cell phones. Yeah, I would I pretty much put every parent whose kid is taking antidepressants in prison right now for future crime, because obviously their kid's going to be a mass murderer. It's going to do something. Your, if you if you put somebody who's under 18 on antidepressant medication, you are creating a mass murderer. I'm I'm right there. I'm saying it right now. And again, they don't want to be tough on crime when people commit crimes because it's only what they're using is the problem, which is why, I don't know, Chicago, I mean, <laughs> you look at what goes on here and we've talked about it. Anybody can look up. The yeah, stats? I'm not sure that it's a good idea to have our meetup in Chicago. The more you, you talk about it, the less. Oh, I would never I go into the city there. itself. No, I mean, this, I'm not this, the, going into the bounds of Chicago. No, I stay in the uh, stay in the suburbs. Gibson yeah, and maybe Oak we Brook. Pick a more neutral location like Kansas City or something. <laughs> Kansas City. Oh, no, Kansas City. There's, uh, there's a great a lot, mob town. It's a lot of a uh, lot of crime going on in Kansas City, oh, too. Yeah, a lot of crime. You'd have to go down. I mean, Nashville's crime problems. I mean, this is all. uh it's a it's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's why you just have to carry your own weapons so you're safer. Yeah, which you can't do in Chicago, right? Because well, that was my point on the whole gun thing. For everybody that's like, hey, no, we really think we could remove all of the guns from the United States. We could repeal the Second Amendment, and then we could magically mm-hmm. get all of the guns back away from the people that currently have them. To those people, I say, if you can clean out Chicago, if Chicago can go. One year, I mean, hell, if Chicago could go one month mm-hmm. without a shooting, 
I'll actually have the debate with you on whether or not we should try to get rid of guns elsewhere. <laughs> but you have to get rid of all gun shootings in Chicago for at least a month. Now, I thought Chicago was a gun-free zone. Well, it says it is. It, it's mm-hmm. a weird. I haven't followed it to the minutia lately because there was a story about a woman that was carjacked that had a gun and shot the guy and the article said that she had a legit concealed carry which mm-hmm. i didn't think was even possible it within the city of chicago so maybe some yeah. of those things are uh, moving in that direction but it's a very gun unfriendly town whatever the exact law is that at was this my point. understanding mine too and i didn't really understand where it was like well she had a concealed carry and good thing because otherwise the guy with the gun might have killed her while getting her car but I mean, if this again, there's way less crime when everybody is armed. The carjacker, absolutely. I think just once. If you're a carjacker, because most carjackers, at least here, and I would think most places, younger kids, you know, 15, 16, seems to be the uh, the main age where this is going on. Mm-hmm. I think you learn pretty quick the first time you open up somebody's car door and you are starting to get shot at. Mm-hmm. I think that makes you the next time you think you want to go carjack somebody, you go, maybe I don't want to do that. It's not the amount of guns. That's the problem. It is the mentality. It is not holding criminals responsible when they commit crimes. Mm -hmm. And that should be fairly obvious, but nobody ever talks about that. It's always, Oh, we have to get the guns off the street. When when is this going to stop? You know when it's going to stop when you start, actually holding criminals responsible for what they do right when you see a lot of this stuff the guys have a rap sheet like 20 pages long and you're like wow nobody saw that coming yeah kind of like the the guys that rittenhouse had to defend himself from right and you know again that was a case where things were not reported fairly either it's all fairly. reporting is <laughs> it's all just we well the narrative we want to push that's what you get Yep. And uh, then you wonder why true. there's a problem because there's way too many morons who read this stuff and go, well, it said it in the paper. Mm-hmm. Well, not that anybody reads the paper. It said it on Twitter is enough, I guess. Twitter? Sure. Twitter. Yeah. That thing Musk was going to buy. And now, and now they're saying he was just trying to mess with the price. Well, he wants yeah, a discount. I think, I think that there's a. Uh, uh there's probably a better reason than what the newspapers were saying on whether musk was buying this or not buying it or what was going net net suggests we have our meet up in flint michigan because it's totally safe <laughs> oh yeah it should be because you can't drink the water right oh there's yeah there there's a lot of problems in uh, michigan mm-hmm I mean, if everybody's really well armed, then everybody's really polite. So it, that may That's be the same case. The case. Yeah, everybody just smiles and nods and uh, and goes upon their way. Mm-hmm. But this is it. This is the uh, the world we live in. Everything is racially motivated. Oh, talk about yourself there. You're in Chicago. I'm not. Hey, well, you're in Texas, man. There's there's shootings going on there's, every day. Nobody getting shot in Texas. It, that's, oh, that's a myth i loved and i mentioned this on my random did thought. i mention the frogs were turning gay yeah that was alex jones okay, brought that checking. out the uh i actually brought a clip 
on to random thoughts of Joy Reid saying that things are so bad in the United States that Mexico should build the wall to keep themselves safe from all the oh, gun so violence in America. Side as Trump now, apparently. That's right. Nice. Right. Well, we should at least build the wall because that would be placating everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's like you go look up the stats. And I did. I know it's very inconvenient for people that are on MSNBC to actually have the ability to go look up the stats. And you mm-hmm. look at the homicide rate comparing the United States and Mexico. And in the United States, it was like 4.7 or something per 100,000 people. Uh-huh. In Mexico, it was like 27 point something. It's like you do realize that's like six times higher of a murder rate. Right, Joy Reid? No, she's a twit. I think the only people watching that show are people that are commenting about how dumb it is. I don't think anybody actually watches that show for real. You know, I think there have to be some true believers. You think? I mean, I don't know any personally, so that's I although I do know people, friends of my parents who watch things like Morning Joe. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I there are a few is but I would agree or? that uh like the Joy Reads of the world Mm-hmm. are really good for the Tim Pools and Tucker Carlson's and uh and yeah. people that pull those kind of clips all the time. Exactly. But I think there has to be a certain amount of people that think that way. I mean, I don't oh, know yeah. how many. No, I don't I, I agree. I think there are people that think that way, but I just can't imagine anybody watching that show for real. No, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, it's just really bad television to begin with. It's like if it was entertaining, that would Mm -hmm. be one thing. If you would ever bring an alternative point of view, that would be nice. But bringing on Michael Moore to be like, well, it's about time we do something about guns. Like, I've heard it. My God. I've heard it. We've heard it before. Nothing's going to get done because of what what would have to happen. We did do something about guns. When Florida first enacted their concealed carry permit laws 30 years ago or whatever it was thereabouts we saw a distinct decrease in the number of homicides in florida but we do see that 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 shows a lot of states have lowered their gun crime rates by making it easier for citizens to obtain weapons yes encourage gun ownership well yeah i mean that would be actually looking at the data uh that would be believing in science if you don't you give the advantage to the criminal who wants to hurt people well yeah because the only people that have guns when no one can have guns are criminals by definition and this uh school shooting in texas the more you read now on this 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 again is where the yeah. police get a really bad rap as they should. Yes. Defund them. Well, I've been saying that for years, I, I would rather not defund the police, but if I'm funding the police, I want to be funding people that will do their job. Yeah. Private security, not police, whichever. It doesn't really matter what you call it. You're funding the people to do the job. And in this case, the answer of, well, you know, there were gunshots going on in this school filled with children mm-hmm. and the cops didn't go in. You know why? Well, because they they might have been shot. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> what the yeah. hell are you talking about? And yeah, exactly. And this is uh this is not an unusual attitude. There have been tons of articles 
and even videos of police walking away from dangerous activities. Eh, they got their pensions, they're in the union, they can't get fired. What do they care? And I understand not making the only way to get rid of this mentality is to just stop paying police. Well, the ones that don't do their job, you know, the ones, the that, ones show that show up and that refuse don't to mind go in. doing a job can get hired for private security firms, which would then just become the police. So it all is kind of a you're kind of getting a circle jerk thing going on there because you're not just talking at all about because what private security called. firms don't have unions. Well, they would eventually because everything nope. gets unionized. Nope. They're all contractors. But when you show up at a school and refuse to go in again, I'm not asking unionized. for people Who's to the Michael Moore now. For, I'm not asking for people to make a idiotic decision that you know is going to get you killed, but you can't just stand back and go, yeah, we have to wait. We have to wait until we find out more information as you hear pop, pop, pop going on. Right. No, your job is to go in and I mean, take as many precautions as you can. But when you know it's a school full of kids and a gunman, well, I don't know. I thought that there was police inside the school these days in every school. I don't think in every school in some. And of course, they don't. The same people that want to uh, repeal the Second Amendment are the ones who don't want the police at the school. Mm-hmm. Which, again, well, I don't want them in the school either. Makes I, no well, sense. I think it's silly for the teachers not to be armed because no one is going to go in and do a school shooting. If they know that every teacher's got a gun. I agree. And I would include that as part of the qualification test is to just see how accurate you are with that gun before you're hired. Yeah. If you want to be a teacher, I'd that's also part of your job. Teachers unions because they promote crappy teachers staying longer. And incidentally, I've been saying this for over a hundred years. At the very least, I mean, your, your uh, pamphlet that you printed out in the 1700s, I've, I've read that a few times and it's great. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm not that old. <laughs> but it's absolutely true. Uh, teachers, and again, I'm not going to say I would force every teacher because, I mean, one, some people are just so nuts, they shouldn't probably have a gun. Yeah, they show up, but it probably shouldn't have anything to do with our kids either, should they? Well, okay, you're making a really good point there. But I would like to see a majority of the teachers that, mm-hmm. you know, at least offer that as an option. That would be a, a first start for me, a first step for the teachers nah, it, that it's want that. Be mandatory. You, well, I think if you if you can't handle a firearm, how can you handle a child? Or if you can handle a child with a firearm. Well, at what age do we start arming all the children? Uh, used to be at about 14, 15, and then 16 was for a long time very common. Uh, we had uh, firearms classes in schools back then, which made sense because they're yeah. a tool. I mean, that wouldn't go for elementary school, but certainly by well, yeah. high school and even junior high. Well, yes, yeah, so once you understand, actually be a good, good, uh, Olympic uh, firearms, uh, candidate. You want to get them started early. Yeah. Once you understand what they are, that they're not toys, that they're deadly. And I mean, there's an age that that comes. Okay. And I think you're right. Somewhere around high school would make sense. Firearms don't impair your ability to think. Are you sure? Drugs do. No, but drugs are good. And, and yet people seem to freak out more 
about firearms than they do about drugs. Well, because they don't see drugs as causing a problem. And I know there's plenty of drugs don't kill people. Firearms kill people. Right. Right. What an idiotic thing. Nobody on drugs or drunk driving a vehicle. No, they've never hurt anybody. Yeah. It's. Once you look at it after the fact and research starts being done. There's virtually never been a mass shooting that didn't involve drugs. I'm sure there's been one or two, but of the hundreds of mass shootings that we've had, the vast, vast majority of them have included people that are perpetrating the shooting being on medication. Makes sense. I mean, you saw what happened to Roseanne Barr. While she just tweeted on Ambien, God forbid, what if she had a gun? Yeah, exactly. It I, alters I, the state of Ambien and guns don't mix. Well, I would see you now. There's a uh, there's a bumper sticker. Yeah, I mean, if you wanna if you if you wanna limit gun ownership, I think a great criteria is don't let anyone that has taken prescription medications for brain dysfunctions like depression, which includes 90% of the current population of children, right? handle a gun for at least a year after they've gotten off those drugs. Well, this goes back to bad parenting. It does, absolutely. Bad parenting and bad doctoring. I have, honestly, very little sympathy for either people that prescribe this shit or people that allow their kids to take it well and i think you're making that choice i think once you decide to take a medication that is going to alter the way you think then you're kind of giving up the ability to do some things exactly you know i think in most rational people i think would say that which is uh yeah, no. and there like there are already rules like this for firearms, which basically say that uh, handling a firearm, even with a permit, while intoxicated, is absolutely illegal. Now, I can't remember if it's a felony or misdemeanor, but it could be a low-level felony, frankly. Well, it's like drinking and driving. I mean, well, you have a yeah, license I, to drive, <laughs> but you know, once you're impaired, you have to be able to go, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And and we had a whole episode that focused on this on my other show. Wait, you do uh, another show still? I still do another show, and it's actually growing really well. Ooh, well, that's because yeah. you brought in another Ben named Ben. Yeah, the two Bens definitely made an impact. The Bens named people Ben, like the double Ben. People, and people don't know what we're talking about. Uh, the double uh, Ben action. Yeah, Sir Gene my other speaks. Show, Sir Gene speaks. But now, uh, have you not changed the name yet to like Sir Gene and the Two Bens or something like this? No, like I an don't 80s need to, it's just Sir Gene speaks with and then whoever. But it's always the the Bens. Well, it it is it, that. But you realize I mostly did that for convenience purposes, right? <laughs> just so I can just copy and paste instead of typing. Yeah, well, I understand. Less work is okay. better. Yeah, you, there's vid- you have video games to play for the love of Pete. Well, I mean. That doesn't really count as work, I don't think. No, no, probably. But for you, it might. As you try to make uh, your billions in Star Citizen. Yeah. Somebody, it please. It takes a while to make a billion. There's links not. on Sir Gene Speaks. Please go play with Sir Gene. Get into his world. Get onto his spaceship. 
maybe. Can, oh yeah, if you want to like be in a spaceship, this is a good way to do it. Can can somebody hijack your spaceship? Can they like make the Kessel yeah, Run in one of your ships totally. or in under a few parsecs? There is a thing happening right now that involves that. Yes, there is a thing happening. Well, there, right there's now. a uh, an event. There's a show going on in the spaceship game universe. For a virtual Citizen. show. Well, the game itself is, I guess, virtual, but uh, the show's real. Is the fun real? It's a virtual show, but the fun is real. Oh, now they think I'm obstructing a parking space. That's stupid. I hate it when this happens. Okay, fine. I'll back up then. Is this what you did? Right when you got home after you were out and about yesterday on your birthday, did you just sit around playing this game? Yeah. Pretty much gonna make the kessel run somebody please help gene he's not on mind-altering drugs but he's a video <laughs> game addict i'm not on any drugs dude i don't even drink i've heard that yeah you're just not you're high on lemons <laughs> yeah lemons and tea tea is my one uh well so caffeine there is there is caffeine in there so there's that is a, a drug caffeine right? in there absolutely that is totally the case but that's about the only thing is i'm getting a little bit of caffeine Imagine Gene without caffeine. I need to refuel. You were the uh, show. Yeah, Gene without caffeine is pretty much like this. There's a whole, there's like a whole new show in there. That's a new title. Gene without. I, I, well, I, and I used to drink coffee or in particular espresso drinks. Yeah. And those are, those will give you a, bo- a boost, a big boost. A lot of caffeine. Yeah. And I, the last one I had, which is probably a month ago after not having him for many months. I was like, shit, I don't really like the way I feel after having one of these. You get buzzy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you do feel get it. buzzy. Yeah. If you're not used to it, you're absolutely getting buzzy. So I was, um, I'm not even drinking coffee anymore. I'm not, you know, I'm turning into a Mormon is what I'm <laughs> currently doing. Well, Unbeknownst to me. How many wives do you want? Well, maybe I'm not turning into a Mormon because <laughs> I have exactly the number of wives that I want, which is zero. <laughs> the wives are horribly overrated. Ah, the poor, lonely Mormon. Zero wives. <laughs> yes. And that, that is a, an area of, I suppose, uh, difference between my lifestyle. But, yeah, it's um, a lot of stuff that I couldn't imagine that somebody could live without when I was young. Like, you know, drinking alcohol and well, it's a part of the, that culture things. Yeah. You just like, ah, it really doesn't matter. It's just insignificant. Don't really need to. So, so the hardest first, thing seems like for you would be the video games. That's the, well, uh, that's I the stress that. reliever. I mean, I didn't play video games for probably a decade. Uh, and I just got in back into them, honestly, because of a, uh, 20 something girlfriend. Really? That's what yeah. got you back into video games. Uh-huh. Yep. A real girl got you back into so a, a real girl got me. Yeah. She was a streamer on Twitch and uh and I kind of made fun of it and then I started playing myself. I was like, fuck. This and is, now this without really the girlfriend, you really are I was playing younger. with yourself. What's that? And now that you don't have the girlfriend, you really are playing with yourself. I am. I am totally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the technology is there. I'm kind of, that's the one bright thing, I guess, about having really crappy vision. It is way beyond where it was when you and I 
were in uh, younger days. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I guess I kind of feel lucky that my vision is so crappy. I don't really enjoy the, uh, uh, the, the, I don't know, man. I mean, yes, you have crap vision and everything, but honestly, that's just can be somewhat remedied by the size of the monitor. Well, you just keep making them bigger. Yeah. You just like the fact that you squint at your monitor tells me it's not big enough. Well, it's not the, uh, the size of that. It is the fact that the right eye is basically throwing junk. You know, it's Mm -hmm. mainly just a little bit of light, but Mm -hmm. it's also, you know, like the white noise static happens a lot ever since the, you know, the retina Mm -hmm. got totally screwed up. So even closing that eye, you still see that the residual of that. Have you tried putting the patch on like a real pirate? Yeah. Didn't work. Really? I mean, it's the same thing because the eye, for whatever reason, the eye is still sending out the so junk. even now I heard that it takes a while for your eye to get used to the patch. So it's not doing that, though. I, I mean, mean how long did you have the patch on? A couple it, of months? No, I didn't. Didn't go that long. But uh, no. I mean, I guess I could. That's one way to go about it. Or you just have them scoop the whole eyeball out. No, that's not good. No, that looks that looks gross. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, but the then he you looked know, like Sammy Davis Jr. Hey, baby, Sammy was cool. The the good eye is really uh, not great because it is marred with a lot of floaters. So the problem with floaters right. are they move into yeah. the field. So it makes reading a pain in the ass. It, so why can't they do an oil change to the fluid in your eyeball? You know, that has been uh, talked about. But of course, with any yeah. fluid change, then there's the possibility of a retinal detachment uh because you got to maintain some pressure in there right that's the joy of all this stuff you know that type of surgery a fluid change for your eyeball could be much better performed in the space station probably yeah lack of gravity microgravity you wouldn't have to worry about any kind of deflationary issues that is the joy of it all or eyeball or deformation if they could just get you into a a chamber there where there's no gravity yeah you can do the work in and out. Mm-hmm. Boom. Well, that I mean, that could be a reason for people to go to space. The space tourism could be. Yeah. For space medical tourism. Uh-huh. No insurance. For, yeah. They're for the, the prices are sky high. They are sky high. Yeah. It's it's I think. What is it running like eight hundred thousand dollars for a human? It grew. You grew like way too high. Yeah. Five hundred thousand. I don't know. Somebody can Google it, but it's a good chunk. That's why you're on the virtual spaceship. This is much cheaper. Gene, you're not on like the blue orbit or whatever the name blue of the orbit blue origin yeah man. blue sure. origin the blue orgasm rocket that is the uh that the blue penis rocket that uh <laughs> that's it. uh that bezos flies yeah uh, well that could be like the new way that could be like the real penis mile ship. high club what how many miles you up in space when they go up um so well that's that kind of depends um so the way that space is really traditionally counted is 100 kilometers up I mean, we know that there are Which airplanes really not that far that will that it. will let you go up and, and do the nasty to become a a legitimate where they won't put you in jail member of the Mile High Club. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could do that into space, I mean, the problem with the Musk and Bezos flights is like they're like three minutes long. So you really, no, 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 no. You just the uh, just the Bezos Musk flights are four days. Really? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. The Musk tour, it's flights you have to get comfortable with taking a dump in space in front of other people (laughs) you know that would not be fun i mean do they okay 
Well, so for all the, for the well, yeah, it depends what you're into. But for all exactly. the beds out there, there's an exit strategy for you. Space toilet is the uh, what the what the future needs. Well, they have space toilet. Well, obviously, not it's, a, a, it's an issue of room and the lack thereof. I mean, somebody else could hold the bag for you. I don't know how it works. Oh my god, dude, there's <laughs> no bags. It's a toilet. The vacuum toilet. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you don't want any of that stuff floating around. That's where you hope no, you the don't. vacuum doesn't you break. Don't. I mean, honestly, you could certainly get kind of creative on that and just like everyone puts on a uh, kind of a butt plug thing before they leave. And then you could just plug into the toilet and walk around with the holes coming out of your ass. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. Think- Maybe some people would find that. <laughs> weird or something i mean they have ways to do that yeah. i mean well maybe it's a lot well, yeah you for, plug uh, a hose in your ass like the catheters and you know there's so you're just uh-huh. constantly going into the uh you're thinking of a colostomy bag yeah, yeah right yeah 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 i don't think you need to go that far i mean they used to do the astronauts used to wear diapers like the all the apollo astronauts and stuff when you Not shit well in space. publicized but yes they Nobody were wearing diapers. you fart when you shit in space, nobody hears you fart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The show's taking a different turn. Yeah. What, how are you getting these topics, man? This is you're playing a video bizarre. game about space. I can't, I have to turn it off. Any any movement is very discombobulating while trying There's, to do a podcast. Oh, the game just crashed. Oh no! Oh no! Is your character still alive? Is your ship? Yeah. Somebody just steal your ship? No. Was no, no. was a hacker listening to the show decided Could screw be. Gene? it's it's good you know hackers exist i guess screw gene and stuff let's see if i can get back in not yet you may have an addiction to video games uh i don't think so well of course you don't think so this could be an intervention yeah well i was trying to go to this city right here which is orison which is very pretty and that's where the show is the um the car show it's not a real thing it's a pretty expensive real thing all right well the daily mail breaking news yeah uvalde gunman was arrested four years ago after telling people he planned to shoot up a school once he was a senior in 2022. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Guns are the problem. Of course. This could plan this for four years. Jesus Christ. And he spent time, of course, in juvenile correctional facilities. Yeah. No, must've had model parents. It sounds like, yeah, there's no question. Mm -hmm. No question about it. Don't send your kids to public school people. Homeschool them. Certainly if you can. Yeah, if you don't want them to get killed. You know, send them. There are private schools you can go to as well. Ah, uh, yes, but just wait. We'll have our first private school shooting at some point. Well, I don't doubt there would be a private school shooting, but it would it be done by a private school student? Hmm. Yeah, they're just as fucked up. You know, in this case, the guy shot his grandmother or something before running to the school to. Yeah, uh, and that's not unusual. Wasn't the Kenny Bunkport shooter that did the same thing? He killed his mom first and then he went to the school. It's one way to do it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Bad parenting. Parents don't pay attention to their kids. They put a phone in their hands. No. They put a phone uh, in their hands and go, hey, everything's fine. 
well, and drugs in the kids. I'm, 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 I have no idea if this is true, but I would bet dollars to donuts that, um, this kid, quote unquote, I guess he's an adult. He's over 18. Right. More than likely was on some type of depression medicine as a kid. Oh, it would seem like if this, uh, this would be obvious. It screws with you. It's not good. Not good for anybody. Everybody as a kid had stress and issues. This is, this is how you learn to deal with things is when you're a kid, you get into stressful situations, which of course, in retrospect, seem ridiculously not a big deal. I love these posters in here. Citizens are watching. Citizens are actually listening, Gene. Well, it says right here on the poster, citizens. I can't see your poster. Movement. I turn it. It's it's, no, it can't be done. I'm not moving. I'm standing still. I'm literally not moving right now. You can look. Let's see what I'm talking about. It's a very scary poster of a hot chick's eye. Yeah. Now it's moving around. See, that would, watching that would give me motion sickness. (laughs) That's why I've never been able to play any of those Uh, games. games Any of the first person shooters. I, I tried uh, multiple to, to times. Motion sick. Yeah. yeah. After like three to five minutes, I'd mm. be ready to puke. And it, the, the worst thing about it was it doesn't stop when you stop mm. playing the game. I mean, it wow. will last really? for like a half hour afterwards. It's it's just, I, you know, I'm wired. So you have poorly. a brain condition. Obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> the brain's like, <clears throat> wow, I see movement, but I don't feel movement. Uh, right. No good. No good. No good. Hmm. I mean, it would be fine if it was like, okay, you kind of felt queasy watching the screen, but then you turned it off and everything was fine. But no, it, it, it sticks with oh, me you for a while. You closed your eyeballs and it was fine. Well, yes. If you, when I closed my eyes, I, it was, the game was a little less enjoyable, but the, uh, the nauseousness <laughs> didn't happen. It'd be more enjoyable at that point. See, NetNet yeah. says certain ones do that to him too. I mean, I've really never tried a whole t- bunch to, to determine whether uh, whether there's a reason for some games being more than others. But it, it's uh, are you only. affected by strobe lights? No, strobe lights, oh. no problem. Hmm. Uh, the I used to play the uh, the NASCAR stuff all the mm-hmm. time, so driving and games and no stuff, problem. no really? problem. It's, well, spaceships are kind of like space NASCARs. Yeah, the I I could do the I could do the flying of the spaceship, damn, but the minute you're walking pretty. inside the spaceship, then it would be like, no, that's not mm-hmm. good. All of that, you know, I I was around at the beginning of the games like Doom, and it was like I mm-hmm. just couldn't <laughs> couldn't play them. Hmm. The only game I could play was remember when Castle Wolfenstein was still 2D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was the last great video game for me. Okay. And you haven't played like, like uh, card video games or, you know, chess video games or checkers. Oh, I could or- do chess. Yeah, I could do that. That's, that's okay. not a problem. You could um, do all those. Like I said, the yeah. NASCAR. I could do the uh, the uh, sports games. I mean, f- f- back when mm-hmm. I was into the, uh, you know, had two eyes. The PlayStation Two, the uh, NBA game and the MLB mm-hmm. game and the NHL game. Mm-hmm. All those were fine. But just anything oh, that was okay. a shooter, you tried to get into like sand, uh, Grand Theft Auto. No, it, mm-hmm. it was no good. Huh. 
Grand Theft Auto was no good. No, all of that stuff. I mean, I remember really because it, it was only a little bit of the the first person shooter type style. I remember getting through most of Mafia, the first version of Mafia mm-hmm. that came out, and that was a great game. You know, the driving. I never great, played that. You know, I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it. What kind of they have like Mafia Six or something now? The Mafia. Well, probably. You know, something yeah. Ray Liotta would have liked, man. Dead. Oh man, what's so with all these dead people? The uh, keyboardist from uh, Depeche Mode, the drummer from Yes, Ray Liotta. I didn't know that Ray Liotta did all that. No, he could have, though. He was that talented. Mm. Yeah. And I, I just saw him uh, not long ago was rewatching Just Shoot Me, which was a pretty decent sitcom back in the day. Mm. Yes, and that was pretty funny. It was sort of snarky, sarcastic funny. Yes, which I like. David Spade and, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it just you know blush magazine was where it was set and uh yeah he uh ray liotta in that series played the love interest for a couple episodes of uh mm-hmm. the daughter in the uh you know the, yeah that, what was her name gina something gina yeah yeah i think so uh mm-hmm. or there was nina which Nina uh, was the uh the maya. model chick maya maya, maya was, was the maya. daughter and ray liotta just played a guy that was nuts he played himself but he was mm-hmm. really psychotically happy about Christmas and everything around Christmas. Mm-hmm. It just exuded joy. So, I mean, that, that yeah. was the first thing I thought of when it was like, dad, it's like, oh, dude, he seemed like a fun guy. Yeah. Well, he was pretty good in Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. Well, he could do those roles really well. Mm-hmm. And of course, when I because I was really in baseball, into baseball, when it came out, he was played Shoeless Joe in the uh in the eight men, well, no, eight men out. No, Field of Dreams was the, he played mm, Shoeless Joe. I'll see there. And uh, Field he of Dreams. must Dream. have been young. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he had to be in his late 20s, I would guess. Yeah, because he died at, what, 67? Yeah. I mean, Field of Dreams is a uh, classic movie that I think came out in, what, like the 80, yeah. 90, maybe? 88, 90, no, somewhere in there? No, it was in the 80s. So, yeah, he had to be really young. I was Kevin Cosner and. Yeah. Well, who's the chicken it? Um, I don't remember. I know James Earl Jones. Yeah. Was in there. If you was build it down on that one, he will come. No, no, it wasn't. Uh, in. Uh, in Field of Dreams, it was he. It was Kevin Costner was married. I don't remember who his wife was. It wasn't. It wasn't Kevin Costner mm-hmm. in Bull Durham where he had Susan Sarandon. Right. All these baseball movies, they do kind of. Uh, yeah, they, mer- they meld. <laughs> you kind of blend. Tom Hanks was in that one too, right? Uh, in which one? Not in Field of Dreams. A baseball movie of some kind. Oh, he was. Well, yeah, Tom Hanks was in the one with Madonna and Rosie oh, yeah. O'Donnell. There you go. There's no crying in baseball. Yeah. Um. What was that one? A League of Their Own. That one was. Oh yeah, yeah. The Negro League. No, the the women's league. It's a little different. <laughs> it was. I uh, went to that museum, you know. Yes, in Kansas City, baby. That is yeah. one place I want to go. We should go there for our meetup. I mean, the great Buck O'Neill was uh, well represented. The, the great Rush Limbaugh. The Rush. El Rushbo worked for the uh, the Royals Her back dad. in the day. Yep. And I was just Let's brought up Rush. Grounds. In the uh, in the latest random thoughts. I mean, because this is the huge story. It's still going on this morning. This whole mm-hmm. Tim Anderson, Josh Donaldson thing. And 
I had to cover that, of course, in random thoughts. I don't even know who that is. Josh Donaldson is the third baseman for the Yankees. White. Tim Anderson is the shortstop for the Chicago White Sox. Black. And uh, Josh Donaldson called Tim Anderson Jackie in Mm -hmm. reference to Jackie Robinson. Oh, he's a famous uh, skateboarder, I think. Right. Three years ago in a Sports Illustrated article. Tim Anderson called. He said, sometimes I feel like the new Jackie Robinson of fun. Ah. And I, you know, at the time I thought it was an idiotic statement because anybody comparing yourself to somebody of that stature, Jackie Robinson, the stature in baseball, and maybe without exaggerating the Mm -hmm. most influential, the most important person in the game of baseball, just based Mm -hmm. upon the fact that Jackie Robinson is the only player in Major League Baseball history to have his number 42 retired by every team in Major League Baseball. There is nobody that wears number 42 now because of Jackie Robinson. Mm. So, I mean, that is the level that Jackie Robinson is revered. Now, was he the best player? You know, no, but he broke the color barrier. He's remembered for that. A Mm -hmm. very revered player. So when you come around, now, he, uh, didn't he play baseball in the uh, 1936 Olympics in Germany? I think you're thinking of somebody that was a runner. But you're, you're, in, the close time, you're in the close time period. You're in the close time period. But when you want to come out and compare yourself to somebody like that, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was hilarious at the time. And I, you know, again, we know trash talking exists in sports. So, you know, people are going to razz you about it. And I guess now calling him Jackie is a racist thing. And it has nothing to do with the fact that he called himself the new Jackie Robinson of fun. And then the random thoughts I just brought up, you know, this to me. And if somebody can explain to me the difference that goes beyond just, well, they're black, because that still logically doesn't make sense to me. But if that's. If that is going to be the reasoning, that's fine. And I'll just shut up and won't ask anymore. But to me, that's like me mm. saying, hey, Gene, I'm the new Rush Limbaugh, man. And then me running into somebody. Oh, you're white. I get it. You're right. Well, I'm a big, fat white guy. And so, right. I mean, I, I'm the new Rush Limbaugh. You're unique in that. <laughs> yes, very much. There's, there's no big <laughs> overweight white guys. None. But I said, so now if a black guy. You know, if I ran yeah. into podcaster Mo Fax at a meetup and he was like, he heard that and was like, hey, Rush, how is that racist? It, it's not. Hmm. That'd be a compliment, actually. Yes. I mean, that's, exa- that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's the two different ways to look at this Josh Donaldson thing. It's like, well, either one, he was going along with what you said and taking it to heart and being like, hey, Jackie, like, good work. Or it was, yeah, hey, Jackie. And you're taunting the other guy. Because he compared himself to one of the greatest, most revered players. That's probably more likely what happened. I would agree that it seems like it would be more of the jabbing at him a little bit. But how does it make it racist? It's trash talking. No, it's not. Again, this is more bullshit redefining words. Yes. For convenience sake, you know, insulting a black person does not entail automatic racism. No. You can insult somebody of any race, and it has nothing to do with race. You can also insult somebody using racial distinctions, and in which case it may be racist, but even still, who gives a shit? 
but uh but simply insulting somebody using their race uh or uh, not using their race but insulting somebody of a different race than you whatever that race is doesn't mean that it's racist right I mean, These that's people equality. are idiots. They're redefining words to completely wrong meanings and think that they're right. And they're not. Yeah. It's like, this is actually treating people differently. This is actually what's the dangerous part of this. Trash talking is always going on in sports. And if you're going to make it so, well, the black guy can't trash talk the white guy and the white guy can't trash talk the black guy. Nobody better trash talk yeah. to Cuban. Then you should probably just you segregate know, the latest sports. thing I, I heard. And this is, this is from uh, Tim pool. So I know you're going to love it. I'd love me some Timmy somebody, pool. Somebody made the great point that uh, all this, all this sort of um, accusations of being turfs and anti-trans really ultimately boils down to men's rights. Is it's men's rights to be able to compete in women's sports and win and make the women lose. So they've decided on Tim Pool that whenever somebody starts uh, making these arguments that trans people have some kind of special rights, which they don't, that they're going to say, oh, okay, so you're a big men's rights advocate. Okay. You, and we which, have of course, to is going to trigger the people that are all into saying, hey, a a person that was born a man and then put a dress on is for all practical purposes no different than the woman well <clears throat> you can say that but uh empirically that's certainly not the case if you check their biology but also whoa, 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 you're whoa. advocating for a man over women well i mean you know exactly where this is going i mean you're well, there well, in there's you're there in this virtual world already. Yeah. When somebody creates a robot that can swim yeah. and compete, well, and say, and they say it's female. Well, you yeah. can't argue with that. Well, sure. You could, you could argue with everything. Well, no, not by this current level of uh, understanding on what makes it okay to be a part of the sport. Mm. If the robot <laughs> represents themselves as a woman, then obviously, we're we're going to be replaced uh-huh. humans overall. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. If a woman who wants to dress in men's clothes and feels more comfortable that way, uh, competes in men's sports, because unless there's a sport that really favors small size, probably not going to be a world athlete, world-class athlete. Makes sense. I mean, there should be some so. kind of, bar yeah, based well, upon I've said for a long time yeah. i've i've actually said that the the antidote to feminism is transsexualism because what you're doing is you're denying that there is a difference you're saying it's all in your head that's all it is it's just in our head and all you have to do is just say you are something else and you become that thing well, yes and you can identify as whatever you want and that could change on a minute to minute basis. Absolutely. Yep. Makes sense. Well, they were even talking about that at the Davos. There was uh, a clip. I think I heard the on, Davos on no yes, agenda. 
How is the Davos? Well, they're like, well, in in the future, you know, people will be uh, this in this whole virtual world. You'll be marrying, yeah. uh, you know, your sex robot, and uh, mm. and I'm like, mm. why would you bury that? Right? It's okay, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't understand. Wouldn't you want more than one sex robot at that point? Uh, uh, why would you maybe? want a commitment? Why would you want to give this that sex robot half of your stuff when you <laughs> <laughs> when you deactivate it? I don't even understand how it works. Yeah. I know, I know. It's well, nobody understands how women work. <laughs> You're right. Sex robots are way easier to understand than actual <laughs> women. They are. Except the sex robots could possibly kill you. Um, and oh, then, and the woman couldn't. Okay. Well, uh huh. Well, the, the sex robot. There's really less of a punishment, except for you know you deactivate. Yeah, it. the sex robot is at least logical. True true you don't want to to go a little too far uh-huh hey I mean, we got to talk about ricky gervais well i know he is uh the well he was involved in another one of these uh comedy specials and people are upset by the joke because he is a yeah. guy well, well let's just put it this way ricky gervais not politically correct yeah not yeah, that he's a, a little frumpy british guy with a speech impediment yeah, who's the guy behind the office? So I'm guessing he has like uh-huh. fourteen billion dollars or more. Uh, I think he did okay. Yeah, I think he did okay too. Yeah, made a lot more off of the office he didn't actually produce or star in than the one that he did. Well, he did produce the one in the United well, States. Well, he had a producer title. He didn't really. Well, it depends if it's his intellectual property, which I think it is. So I think he made quite a bit. Uh, and there was just a thing should, the other day. You should look at the screen now. There's nothing moving, but it's quite pretty. It's quite pretty. There was uh, mm-hmm. Steve Carell the other day was yeah. defending the character of Michael Scott, and rightfully so, mm. as a guy that was. See, it is still moving. He was just a guy it's not moving at all. It's that was, around. you know, ignorant when it came down to the world going on around him. But he was not racist. He was not a bad guy. He, he was a good guy. He made a lot of gaffes that would make people cringe. Mm-hmm. But it's like, again, that does not make you a racist person. If you say the wrong thing, but you don't have the intent of being a, you know, of being a racist, then you have to draw a line somewhere. And I think he did a really good job with that character of just the just so many cringe worthy moments that he pulled it off that you believe that character was not spoofing something that it was not going for the reaction that you know you really believe that character was legit on what they were saying and doing yeah he was a legit businessman if you will <laughs> you're a totally legit businessman you trust mm-hmm. but uh what what are the specifics of the ricky gervais because i saw he was in the headlines but i didn't really read it although i know he's one of these guys who's like well he you gotta didn't... let comedy be comedy you know, he didn't want to be pussyfooting around. I mean, he was and daring so, to be make jokes that maybe yeah. people would find offensive. Uh, he, you know, he's talking about. In fact, one of his routines that I thought he was talking about jokes and politically incorrect jokes, and that uh, oh shit, we missed the shuttle. God damn it! <laughs> and, what do you mean um, we missed the shuttle? This well, is we're your walking world. around here. We collectively, as a group of people watching this, are walking around. Which, incidentally, we have zero watchers right now. Because you're playing video games. Um, oh, yes. I'm sure that's why. Yes, it's, that's exactly why. This is an audio podcast where Gene has to 
get himself a little bit of stimulation. Well, you know, only one of us is blind. When did we get to the point to where <laughs> where we're multitasking? People, well, no, where I don't a, know what kind of sports you're watching in the background. Don't give me shit. Where offending people was such a horrible thing that offending oh. people there was a, when I, I was growing up right now. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but when uh, you know I was old growing enough. up, we had. I mean, the big bit dice K was uh, was. Huge. Now I remember when Andy came out. Yep. You know, and the whole bit behind dice was to offend people. There was also the unknown comic at the time that just saying Dickery, vile. Dickery duck. Right. Well, that was dice. Oh, the unknown comic would do Andy these songs Coffin. that was just totally, uh, you know, um, offensive for the sake of being offensive. When did this stop being allowed and why? Yeah, that's the question. I mean, is it a uh, better world? When it's like, oh, no, you can't say anything that'll offend me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what a better question, I think, is when did totalitarianism become the norm? When when do our children start aspiring to act totalitarian? I think over the last that, 10 that years seems or so. to be mostly what the kids are into. And again, bad parenting and the vast majority of teachers in the heavily populated areas are teaching that beyond anything else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like that's how it happened because again parents mm-hmm. are so disconnected they have no idea what's going on well it takes two to tango of course but you have to if you have kids you need to be interacting and finding out what they're teaching in school you have to know what's going on you know on their devices these parents that give these kids devices again at like 10 years old are like hey go ahead there was another story of a kid and you know here's a little uh spoiler out there if you're on social media as a guy and some random female that you don't know starts sending you nudes of themselves saying hey send me some of you it's a trap it is not real are you are you calling out transsexuals for doing that no what why would i what what about transsexuals well, you said it was a trap well it's a trap <laughs> if, yeah a trap uh, is a uh, term for somebody that's a male that that's really looks like a female oh no i don't mean it's it's the actual photos of a f- female i mean they're sending naked photos i think mm-hmm. you can tell what's going on down there <clears throat> yeah but it's not that person it is the the scam is to get you to send your naked photo and then they blackmail you and there's been multiple kids who have killed themselves lately because yeah they fell for this and well, first of all what kind of idiot sends a naked photo i, I don't know that, that's I mean, what i can't figure out pic, you find a, a bit you know one that's good online and you send that <laughs> yeah there obviously. are plenty believe it or not you don't want to go down that road of searching for them but there are plenty of things you could send <laughs> Off. yes check your search so yeah Dick picks. <laughs> uh-huh. do not do that um but yeah that's my question as and these kids are like high school age so it's like how are you so ignorant and so stupid in high school that you fall for that's this they didn't have a childhood they right. were deprived of a childhood by parents that don't care that hate their kids and they believe the reality is what's going on on social media and it's not i mean again and this doesn't seem to happen the other way around because women females seem to be way smarter about this stuff that when somebody's oh, like you're so wrong really you think you could send a bunch of like dick pics to females and be like 
hey, send me nudes back and you're going to get success? No, no, but you can send a bunch of pictures of money to females <laughs> and get those pictures. Well, okay, at least they have a different strategy. Hey, I, uh, I'm a recruiter for Playboy uh, and we're paying top models in cash right now. Are you interested? Because somebody said you're really hot. I don't even think it has to be Playboy at this point. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I think I think you could probably for Facebook. I'm recruiting models for Instagram. Uh, no, it yes, I'm an Instagram rep. I'm recruiting for Instagram. And uh, I saw your image on there and you looked really hot. And we think that you could be one of our paid models. It doesn't even have to be that. I think it's easy as okay. now. Well, you're an expert in this shit. I'm not. You follow young women on Instagram. I don't. So. Well, I have uh, worked with multiple Playboy Playmates back in the day. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. know the mentality of yeah. what's going on here. And I think well, that you could have a. How decent, do we get a Playboy bunny? How do we get? No, that's harder to do. Oh, I thought that's what you're going to explain. No, no. That was easy enough to get involved with uh, doing websites back in the day because it was uh-huh. early on in the game and, you know, I worked cheap and I was good. So that all was mm-hmm. fine. But hold on, hold on, hold on. You're saying Playboy models were giving you money? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you just went up a little bit in my book. <laughs> I just, you're like, you, you figured you out the step <laughs> forward. This is the biggest scam in the. So it's like, wait, wait a minute. Uh-huh. You were interacting with Playboy Playmates. And they were uh-huh. paying you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, there were like three or four that you would call the house at random times. I mean, the wife loved it. Uh-huh. Of course, she was right. like, if you think you can get that, go ahead. And, you know, really, your wife was going for a threesome at that point. Huh? <laughs> no, <laughs> that was that would have been good. Wow. But that didn't quite happen. But the no, uh, that's too bad. I think the mentality today, because of things like only fans, you know, I think if you find an attractive girl online and just, you know, message like, Hey, I'd really like to see you naked. I'll send you a thousand dollars for three photos. I bet mm. you that would work more times than, than not. I mean, oh, I'm not uh, saying yeah. it would I work. Think that would work a lot of time. Right. So it's like, I don't even think you have to play the game of, you know, faking anybody. It's just like, I've got money. You've got a camera. What yeah. do you say? Yeah. I can Venmo you. Probably yep. doesn't even take a thousand dollars for that. Well, and this is where you're at because of things like OnlyFans. This has all been normalized, and it's like the question is: Is that really a good thing that it's become normalized for people to to trade on that? It's like I don't really care. It's like I well, think why not? Adults should I mean, be able to do what they want to do. Well, yeah, but I think more importantly, the the idea that there's something wrong with a beautiful looking human body is. Well, that's yeah. only the really uggos that are telling you that you understand. Yeah, exactly. Now the uggos can go screw themselves because the uh, the the female. I, I'm, I'm not even going to be sexist. The human body, <laughs> when it's in good shape and proportioned appropriately, uh, is nothing to be ashamed of. And uh, whatever the old timey religions tell you. Uh, is bullshit. There's nothing wrong with um, uh, with uh, you know having your body be more visible. Well, in the art world, going back Playboy thousands models. of years, features nudes. So I mean, this isn't anything. yeah, because it's, it's a it's both convenient and it's a good way to get laid by the painter. Right, right. You're like, hey, baby, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd love to paint you. Hey, you know, um, 
Photography doesn't exist yet, but I have a special skill. I can actually make a painting of you. Right. But now of course, I- you'll have to be nude in that painting. But, you know, the important part is you'll have something that other or other people will have a ver a copy of you. How cool would that be? You want to be famous, don't you? Everybody wants to be famous. Yeah. So that's the, that, I think that's why most of those women modeled nude. It was because the, uh, they wanted to be famous back in the 1680s. And this knee jerk reaction of what, uh, Victoria's secret is doing. And there was another one of these big companies. Uh, what are they doing? I what just you, saw what, well, the, they, you, the fat chicks. Yes. And there was just yeah. a story on that. How one of these, uh, one of these other clothing companies that went that route of we're like, Hey, we're right. going to be like, we're going to be like ultra, ultra inclusive. And we're going to make sizes from like super yeah. duper small to like super duper large. Yeah. And uh, they started pushing that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden their sales flopped. Right. It's like, there is nothing wrong with having your lane. I mean, I've always been big no. and tall and you know, I, I know there are, it's easier now, but you know, growing up, there were special places you went. Cause when you're six foot six, yeah. Right. The Edgefield store, you're right. You got to go and uh, you got to get some respect and yeah. uh, you go and you, you the know, fat the hulking store. I mean, I remember going to like the shoe store and it was like, Oh, size 15. Um, no, no, yeah, we don't. That's the size. Yes. We have to special order that shit. Now, Jesus. now I can go on Amazon or Zappos, which is part of Amazon. Yeah. Now you can go on a vast majority of, uh, the, and you can even get all those, you know, female clothes in your size. Yeah, they exist. Now but they that's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend all my marketing budget trying to get me to buy a, a dress in my size though. No, it didn't seem like it was good for the company's bottom line stay in your lane it's okay it's okay to admit that people still want to see attractive people you look at instagram you can figure it out i bet you if you look at the most followed people on instagram overall they're attractive they're attractive i know that's a i know that's some cutting edge uh, statement here well you know attractive is just simply saying that a greater number of other people want to look at you correct so there, it's not a, it changes over time Correct. because what used to be attractive, you know, during Botticelli's time. Yeah. Or, you were uh, big in those days. Still big in, in the current days. Yes. So true. But, uh, back in those times, you know, the, the ultimate, uh, beauty of a woman was somebody that's got a couple extra pounds on her because most women were because she wouldn't die during the winter famine no food right <laughs> that was it you're like you'll, yeah. you'll be you'll be around in the spring that's good uh-huh uh-huh you'll be able to pull that uh you know what do you call it the the, the horses they pull like the you'll be able to pull the plow yeah pull the plow yes there you go very Perfect. important very important the plow, the plow pulling. Oh, you get, yes, that you, sounds like my impression impression of sports. You get you get plowed, and then you pull the plow, and then you're just all around. Yeah, all around it's works. Important to get plowed, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, you know, man, this is pretty. You, you win your space games. I, you know, not just space games, but certainly yes, this particular space game is very good. But you were speaking of Ricky Gervais <laughs> back about thirty minutes By, ago. I did, I think, didn't I? You did you do? You never said what you were bringing him up. We talked about Michael well, Scott. It was then, the fact that he has a special on, which is—is is it a Netflix uh, thing or where, where is this one at? Yeah, it's Netflix. Where he basically the like 
in a big chunk of the special, the, the topic is the how the woke culture is completely killing off comedy. And it's true. Mm-hmm. That's basically what uh, the guy from Monty Python said. Cleese, uh, you know, he said yeah. the same thing. Uh, yeah. Because you're not allowing, you're, you're making people second guess every word that they use. And for whatever reason, again, we went from a society that had a bit of a thicker skin where I think everybody was happier, I think, or at least a vast majority of people were happier. Or at least the people that weren't being made fun of were happier for sure. Well, but everybody was being made fun of. It's just a question of how you, how you deal with that. Yeah. And I mean, that is the issue. I mean, and one big health karma to our buddy, Harry Hamster who had multiple mm-hmm. strokes, spent 18 days in the ICU, just got Ooh. out. So glad he's still uh, out there and kicking. But we know he triggered Sir Bemrose, and he tried to trigger me at one point, and I was just like, ah, sure, dude, you know, I know I suck. And there's, there's ways to diffuse this, and this is, I think, what we're missing. In the Tim Anderson, Josh Donaldson story, the same thing. You know, he calls you Jackie. Well, there's a lot of different ways you can diffuse that situation. You can, you're, maybe, you, maybe the other guy thought that he was calling him a female name. And maybe. Right. I was like, what are you, who are you calling Jackie? Which I mean, I want to cracker. Yeah. I want to, <laughs> want to rewatch scrubs. One of my favorite shows. I've watched it two or three times uh-huh. over the years. And one of the best recurring bits was the lead doctor who is played yeah. by John McGinley. Is it uh just okay. a funny guy. He's it was the he one was in office guy. space uh character actor. Yes. And uh it was that he would call the main character, you know, uh, the one played by Zach Braff, mm. would always call him a different female's name. Mhm. I don't think you could do that in a television show on TV today. Mm-mm. No, you'd have to stick with one. You know, and and even then, I don't know. You know, it was it's just uh but why? I mean, like you said, we learned as kids by dealing with this kind of stuff, how to deal with it, how not to go into a fetal yeah. position because of it and how to come out stronger and, and on this, the other side. We have a whole generation that is missing this part of education, right? Because Childhood you do come out stronger learning things that prepare you for being an adult in a relatively safe environment, not a completely safe environment. What that means is, if you fall off a tree and you break your arm as a kid, the arm will heal magically within a month. You do that as an adult, it'll take two years. Yeah, you want to learn these lessons early. You want to, yeah, kids fight each other, but they don't have sufficient enough strength to cause real damage. Right. And this is all, this is what play is. Play is doing things in a very light fashion that you need to learn how to do or avoid having other people do to you as an adult and part of that is absolutely getting teased getting bullied these are all positive things that happen to you as a kid that teach you that things that make you feel bad have zero consequence right doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you feel bad it doesn't actually impact you And when you've learned that lesson, when you've been teased enough to not give a shit about it enough times or bullied or whatever, 
uh, now you can move on to being an adult and you have some Cretan do something to you as an adult that makes you feel bad. But since you practiced as a kid to not let it affect you, it doesn't affect you as an adult. And if you don't have that experience. Yeah, then you're going to experience it for the first time as an adult and have a very negative reaction, whether that means falling into depression, whether that means committing suicide, whether that means going off on the rampage and killing a bunch of people. Right. Whatever it is, you're lacking the practice of that type of event as a kid. And that's leading you to now overreact as an adult. And that's what we're seeing in this shooter. In the Texas shooting, that's the story. He was bullied. The other story we just brought up of the kid that was confused because a alleged girl sent him a nude picture and he sent it back and then he killed himself. These are the extreme reactions we're getting because we are no longer teaching kids that not everybody gets a trophy. Not everybody gets to screw Adriana Lima. I mean, that's you got (laughs) not everybody Mm. still waiting but uh, <laughs> still wait yeah, still like yeah, still time yeah but yeah she's on the list for you you need to be taught yeah the adriana lima yeah no uh-huh. doubt that's a pass would i would i would hope so <laughs> <laughs> but even if it's not it's like well then you go uh-huh. sorry about that yeah it's not like my wife is unaware i mean she just bought me an art book of alessandra and ambrosio who's right up there book. yes art okay. yeah a uh Art book, photography, mm. you know, big coffee table kind of book. Mm, yes. Which, uh, nice. I had one of those. A coffee table or a book? A <laughs> uh, coffee table art book of nude photos that I published. Oh, well, see, you publish. You yeah. are the artiste. Yeah. Used to be. Not anymore. Wait, no. I mean, once you're an artist, you're always an artist. No, you hopefully grow out of it. <laughs> Is that what it, I thought? You still have the skill, though. Do you not feel like an um, artist? I mean, you really don't. I like you have to be living in a pretty miserable life to be good at art. Does the fact that technology now allows pretty much any moron who wants to buy a device that produces just as good um, images that you had no, to do? No, no. The, the actual art is in knowing what to shoot, what to and shoot, how to make it look a certain way. It's when not to shoot. in having equipment the the vibe of it i mean there's there's some very interesting uh yeah 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 um, yeah i mean if i haven't i'll have to dig out i mean it still exists somewhere i'm sure as a pdf file but maybe i'll dig out this it's uh I, it was um a whole series of black and white uh basically statue photographs so i had i had uh models get in the pose of statues like greek or roman statues um and then uh, you know trying to recreate that vibe hmm? trying to recreate that vibe yeah and it looks pretty good in black and white especially because you get the you know flatter skins and um well it's more dramatic in black and it white. is it, it is definitely more dramatic it's more contrasty but uh but yeah it was quite quite good I did uh I did a lot of shoots. I I had um yeah, I actually like you know, made money selling uh fine art stuff. That was back before 
you were a totally legitimate businessman? Not really. Somewhere I was always a totally line. legitimate businessman. I just happened to be one that also sold art. The the stuff you can do now with the filters and the programs like Photoshop. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. I was looking at uh, some of the latest releases on what can be done because I love this kind of stuff, especially when mm-hmm. doing the no agenda art during their shows, because a lot of times you want to get a vibe and you get, don't have much time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I saw one where they took a photo which was like a park bench and a bunch of leaves on the ground. But it looked like a very boring photo with like a path going back behind Mm -hmm. it. And it was a very one dimensional. If you would have seen it, it's like anybody could have taken this with their cell phone. And then they added in all of this, like dramatic lighting that looked like it was coming through the trees Mm -hmm. and just hitting the bench just right. And it made a very dynamic looking image, which again shows that so much of the stuff. Absolutely, the the filtering and a lot of it is AI based at this point. Uh, really, is gone to the next level. Oh yeah, the stuff that that would be very difficult to do traditional methods is much easier to do, but you still don't really know. Well, unless you learn, obviously, but yeah, most people don't really have an eye for what makes a good shot right where you put things in the perspective Mm -hmm. the uh yeah yeah there is and that's why we have so many images right now where it's just basically bobbleheads yes it's shot at the level of the head with a wide angle lens and you know you have a a head and uh maybe one arm and and then (laughs) a small body dangling underneath you can stitch it together i mean come on they can do anything yeah well you can certainly create interesting creative photos that way it's not really necessarily artistic. True. True. Well, I want to see what time the uh, the big ship is going to fly here. The world uh, is over. fly by in progress at Bajini. And the Javelin tour is open for another 17 minutes at <laughs> Secport C. Oh, okay. Gene lives in a completely different world. Everybody knows that. Although well, I guess, you know, yeah. when you're in, you're in the heart of Moscow, I guess you don't want to be out on the streets right now. Mm-hmm. You just want to hide inside. I mean, you yes, didn't Austin. God damn it. Oh, Austin. Oh, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you were in Moscow this week. No, Austin. That's good. That's good. Uh, we do have a couple of people to thank for this week's oh. show, which well, look at that. <laughs> after last week, uh, you know, uh, I think widow Garrett Stop. felt sorry for us. Oh, and we appreciate that. She came in with a $25 donation. Holy cow. Look at that. It was right after I, I made fun of our show for last show getting $3 and 33 cents. That was pretty good though. $3 okay, for, and 33 cents. You know, compared to what a lot of shows get $3 to 33 cents an episode. That's like mm-hmm. massive amounts of money. And it we is. do realize that. I mean, Gene and I are both well aware that 99% of podcasts never see a penny, not a penny. So it is always an honor, but when, we are definitely professionals. Well, this is true. And we hear this a lot, even just the overall sound of the podcast. Somebody just listened to a, uh, a planet rage for the first time. And the re uh, the reaction oh, was commented about it. Yeah. That the audio quality is good. And th- it's the same audio quality we have going on here, you know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, and it's comparatively to a lot of other shows. Yeah, once you start going down those lines of the podcast, if you just randomly go to podcastindex.org, 
and start listening to podcasts, you hear a lot that don't sound great. Oh, there's a lot of bad podcasts out there. So, I mean, one, getting the audio to sound good is a huge step. Then you have to have good content. I mean, we're still working on that. But uh, yeah, I think we gave up on that a while ago, actually. No, I think this is better content. I do. Do you? I do. I mean, because, you know, you could come in to a show and be like, well, here's five, you know, tech things that happen. There's a lot of tech shows that are out there. You can come in with, well, here's the top news stories. And there's a lot of people covering that politics. A lot of people are covering that. I know. I don't know. I think this is my favorite format. I think this is the winning format. I don't know if the world agrees with me. Not a real topic and not really an agenda. Right. I think that is my favorite way to go. But I would even say we probably have less agenda than those <laughs> calling themselves no agenda. Yes, I mean we have. We just we literally <laughs> don't know what we're gonna well, at least one of us doesn't know what he's gonna talk about five seconds before it comes out of his mouth. We have no no agenda. Yeah, we don't even know what an agenda is. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, what's that? We're like, we're just no Oh hey, we had the uh like an actual uh human commenting something. Frame rate is terrible. Yes, at the uh, game, I noticed that as well. You were a little bit choppy, but it might just be really? might be streaming. Mean, it's well, my frame rate is really good. Oh yeah, so if I'm it's sure. not showing up. It's definitely because of the streamyard thing. It is the streaming. So thank you, uh-huh. Widow Garrett, for the twenty five, and thanks to Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, who came in with his twenty five dollar monthly donation. It is very much appreciated. We are a value for value of some kind of value podcast. So. uh well, we're in an entertainment podcast at this point, I think. If you want to help support the show, you can go to unrelenting.show. It is very much appreciated. And I do know we had some uh we had I some sats coming. .com, but it's not dot com, is it? No, it's dot show. Oops. And uh is this why somebody to donate dot com. <laughs> well, somebody's got some money and it Oops. wasn't us. Somebody's no. uh, boosted my uh random thoughts uh 50,000 oh, nice. sats. I was like, "Damn, nice." How much? 50,000 sats. Holy shit, that's like real money. It's like 15 bucks or so, I think it was. Yeah, or something. It was much well, appreciated. No, Bitcoin dropped in price a lot, so it's probably more. No, it's, I know. Price, I've yeah. been watching. I've been watching that uh, closely. My Cardano, which was worth like 2200 is now worth like mm-hmm. 900 mm. Yeah. But I do have, I told you, I got it off of Coinbase, so I feel good about that. And it's just kind of a set it and forget it. Just kind of leave it and uh, yeah, and, and see what happens. I'm not quite in your camp yet where every week or month I'm like, hey, let's add a little more. Yeah, I just do it monthly. But, you know, it goes up. It goes down. It's either going to be a winning move or a non-winning move. But so is everything. I mean, you look at what's going on in the stock market. You look at what is going on in the uh, in the well. I haven't looked lately. What's gold? What's gold and silver? Are they uh, are they popping or going down? Somebody will know. Maybe somebody, somebody in the troll room will know. Up. I know Blitzed and a few of these other guys follow that kind of stuff. Mm. But it's like everything has been going down, and that just leads you to Not believe the that ruble. it'll will be start going up. The ruble, it's still solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hitting new uh, new records every week. If everybody would have just listened to Eugene and bought, rubles, I don't provide financial advice, I but I did tell people what I was doing. You know, that's exactly what Bill O'Reilly always says. I can't give you financial advice. I can tell you what I'm doing, but I mm-hmm. can't tell you what to do. Yep. If you want to follow along, I mean, that's that's, that's all up you. to you. Yeah. Yep. And you got to, you know, every everything is a gamble. Waking up oh, in the sure. morning is a gamble. 
you know that's absolutely right you never know what's going to go on that's the beauty it's like this show you never know what's going to go on no you never know what you're going to get or what time i'll show up right it's always like it's a 9 a.m start gene come on i know you're the one that wants the early start i think i think it was always nine ish starts that people don't go with nine ish although it is interesting (laughs) the uh people don't go with the live show anyway they're they're just downloading it a lot of people download a handful of people that it's very much like no agenda we have we have 60 people live on the stream right now yeah 60 people listening out of the thousands of or hundreds of thousands that listen live or not live okay thousands you had me hundreds of thousands i want to see the new stats well (laughs) and if there are hundreds of thousands it'll be like hey of a year if we add them all up maybe donate uh, if there's hundreds of thousands donate support the show although you really there's no point you might as well not even bother gold was up bigger in march silver is tanking according to net net which is always interesting when those interesting don't. to me yeah because silver well silver took a huge tank when the photo industry went digital Ooh. that was the single biggest use of silver yeah i could see that the process and uh, gold is i mean people think it's like valuable because people are buying it up honestly the increase in electronics over the last 30 years was a large contributor to the price of gold well, yeah, because you need those precious metals to make these devices. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if uh, one it'd be worth checking lithium because for a while there, lithium looked like it was up 800 percent. Damn. Yeah, that would have been a very good one. How many people listening, do you think, have no idea that you used to take a photo with a camera onto film, take yeah. that film into some place to get developed, yeah. wait I mean, we got it down to a great science of like an hour or less. But you, before that, it was like you waited days, if mm-hmm. not a week, to get your photo back to see if you actually took a good photograph. Or And they know. can ruin it. I've had some ruined that way. True, in the processing stage. Yeah, they did the wrong process. You know, that was the, uh, that was the beauty of photography when we were youngins. Oh, uh, it was horrible, though. Oh, well, of uh, course I couldn't it was. wait to get into digital. I was one of those people that was like, Give me, give me, give me the digital. There's nothing nostalgic to me about all the chemical crap. I did it for a long time. And uh, it was never enjoyable. The digital format is much better, I think. Well, yeah, it's not enjoyable to deal with it on a regular basis. I understand the nostalgia part of that. And I think it's really cool, which I think is one of the reasons why I like listening to music on vinyl. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. Exactly. But it is because I'm amazed that you can take this vinyl disc, run a needle across it, and music of any quality comes out. Mm-hmm. And good vinyl still I'm sounds amazed really you're amazed good. by that. It is. But it's, it's, it's a, a technology that's been around for 50, 60, 70 years now probably pushing 100 no not the lp the lp was uh in sinatra's time so i mean it's, no, no 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 not at all yeah oh lp okay yes. long play yes sure 78s yes. have been around forever it's the same technology yes and well 78s don't sound quite as good they never got the fidelity on those but there is also something that's why there's filters that can make your current audio file sound, sound like a 78 happy. because people like that you know and uh you know where you can barely it's a it's a vibe it's a concept but the lps 
the fact that you know, this is high quality sound that they basically can bake into a uh, into a little platter it's kind of impressive mm-hmm. and yeah. i love the Even uh, more impressive when they did it on the cd yes well the technology is much easier mm-hmm. to understand i think in the compact a cd disc. is literally the same thing as a record it's just that you have a laser instead of a physical needle well it is converting it into a uh, and i will say that the more you raise that bit rate the mm-hmm. more room you give it the more samples you're taking the more natural it sounds yeah the cd has always been a better representation being that every record that gets pressed is not going to sound exactly the same where every cd that's pressed it doesn't matter which which one of those copies you get it's going to sound exactly the same so cds have a ton of advantages to them now not the least of which is it doesn't degrade every time you listen to it well that's true too now if you have a decent turntable with a tracking weight that's set properly you should be able to play albums a thousand plus times without degrading most people don't have that so if you have an old cartridge or an old you know a needle that's wearing out if you have one of these like Crosley turntables that's putting like 8,000 grams of uh, force down on the vinyl itself, then yeah, you you play the album like three times and then it's shot. Mm-hmm. But that's something where people have to learn when you get into vinyl, which is it's interesting. I know there's a decent amount of people that collect the vinyl records but never open them or play them. So it's yeah, just, see, a, that makes uh, way more sense to me. You know, it's, well, it's like baseball cards. That's no different than, you know, I'm getting something. That's the one thing that vinyl has going for it is the limited production. There are only so many copies out there where digital eh, unlimited. Mm-hmm. And some of the vinyl is, like you said, the Taylor Swift stuff. I have, I'm so, so if I'm not like the, uh, anal retentive completist some of the vinyl that i bought for like 50 bucks is selling for over a thousand and uh although i i kind of see that as the the offset of what's happened to my bitcoin and cardano so it's a wash really i should have well, just no, it's, i mean i would think it's much smarter to have lps than cardano's physical yes i mean i think that yeah. maybe is where we're going into at this point is uh, having yeah the physical stuff as you've talked about when the whole system crashes mm-hmm. i can still trade somebody that lp for yeah. for something Some idiot but yeah uh-huh well depending, you know, speaking you know. of lps i was at the walmart's the other day wow yeah i got a new car battery <laughs> what did and, you get it in uh, Huh? Did you, you had to go in your rental car to Walmart to get a new battery? Did you get the no, new battery I had to put in? Jump start my car to drive to Walmart where once I turned the car off, it wasn't moving. Oh, so the battery um, was totally. Uh, oh, it was completely shot. Yeah, yeah, totally shot. But um, they put it in for me in Walmart. So I had some time to walk around and I took some photos and posted them on the. Of the people of Walmart. I know there is a site. Yeah, there is a site. No, I was posting the woke books of Walmart. Ooh. Yes, there were three three titles that I, were right next to each other. One was on climate change. One was on the plague. And one was on uh, area, what is it, 54? 
Was it the four, the five, six area something? And the alien uh, area. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But it's basically, you know, if you have a sense of humor, you'd think it was like, oh yeah, this this section is for fantasies and myths. And because um, uh, they had a picture of, the, uh, of a sad polar bear on the climate change book. Area 51, this is DigiGuru. 51, yeah, they, there you go. We don't even know. I thought that. it was Area 69, 33, I don't know. Hike? That's uh, that's an area that uh, you, I'm sure, are very familiar with Taylor Swift on. But, sure. Um, not, not the one in Vegas, though. Not the one in Vegas. Yeah. And what is she, how tall is she? Like six foot six? Close, 5'11". Yeah. I mean, if you put heels on her, I mean, they're, then you're in good shape. Uh-huh. Well, you need to then put a butt on her and you'll be in even better shape. When we went into uh, Meyer, our grocery store the other day, the huh. top of their book selection, I mean, they don't have a lot, but was Bill O'Reilly's <laughs> Killing the Killers, baby. The, the grocery store has a book selection and the O'Reilly's on top? Yeah. Like that could be a show title right there. <laughs> There's a, that's a grocery store, right? Uh huh. I mean, Meyer has everything. Is uh, yeah. I mean, they're mainly groceries, but they've got you know a little Other bit stuff. of clothing, then shoes and jewelry and electronics. Mm. You can buy televisions. You can buy you know books. You can buy toys. That sounds like H E B. Yeah, but it's a little bit of everything. It's they a weird television. It's a weird yeah. concept. Hmm. You know, it is. It's uh. It is a weird concept. I'll give you that. That's where we bought our new Keurig machine from. And I'm telling you, that new machine new is what? awesome. The Keurig. The coffee oh, the, machine. The, the coffee. Yeah. Machine. Okay. Okay. The new Keurig Supreme. Ooh. It actually, t- the coffee tastes different, which is something that does, I'm noticing. Does it make it supreme? Yes, it does. It makes it supreme where it didn't matter like what we were buying, you know, except for the, the Meyer michigan cherry coffee that always really had a cherry taste but otherwise mm. it didn't matter if you put in like the you know the cuban coffee or if the mm. uh like the dark magic or if you put in a french roast or if you put in the newman's own organic they all tasted kind of the same with the old machine that's horrible i know now you can actually tell the difference which i'm like that this is a plus this is nice well there's two possibilities there one is it it uses a higher pressure, which gets more essential oils out of the cow, uh, the whatever coffee product is in there. The other one is that it uh, it froths it more and oxidizes the coffee more, which would definitely change the flavor as well. Their biggest change was one needle to five needles. So instead of one needle dispensing so it water, it more. Okay, so it's yeah. not any higher pressure; it's actually lower pressure, but more froth. Yes, and it does seem to take a little bit yep. longer, which makes yep. sense. Which makes total sense, but it, the end product is better, so that uh, you know I can appreciate that. I need my caffeine in one way or the other. I I can't. You just go with I, tea. I can't drink coffee that comes out of a spigot like that. I also tried the uh, the uh, reusable K cup that they sell. I've had those for the old machines, but of course, oh, I've seen those in the store. Yeah, you know the new machines five needles so you need a different k-cup with Mm. the holes for five needles and here's my question to you and to the troll room i just got this the other day Mm -hmm. and what amazon sent me was a retail box of six of the units inside i ordered one unit 
they sent oh, yeah. me six. That I've heard of people having that happen. Do we do we send those back to Amazon? I've heard of people not sending those back. Do they even want those back? Will they take them back? And I will They'll say, take them back. Yeah, I was going to, and I stopped because I ordered this, and it was uh, it had to be Monday when I was doing mm. Planet Rage with Larry because I ordered something else and I ordered that. Are you guys still doing that show? Okay. Yes, Planet Rage going strong. Mm. And uh, I haven't I, listened to an episode after that one time mm. where I tried listening and couldn't hear anything. It was too much bass too much bass it was just a big rumble and they that was about all i heard <laughs> it's go put it in the background it'll sound like a spaceship it'll work out that way for you oh so it's more of a soundtrack kind right, of podcast right and Got i ordered it. this like okay. right right before we started planet rage and it was here mm. like when planet rage was done so i mean amazon got it here mm. like instantaneously so and i'm like oh they, well, they, they sent me six instead of one and when i ordered it the thing was like 12 something yeah and by the time i went to go look like oh they sent me six go to a refund it was mm-hmm. down to seven dollars <laughs> and i'm like oops they won't amazon will not adjust prices anymore no and it's like well i kind of feel like screw you then and i've had this yeah happen. so either you send back the six so you could buy one cheaper right right <laughs> kind of um uh, uh-huh. th- this happened what if you send back one and bought it cheaper you know that's true i could send back one get the money <laughs> the full money back and uh-huh. wow that's evil i like that uh yeah i know i have that effect on people but this when i ordered my uh most recent pair of headphones yeah they had not even arrived yet and uh-huh. the price dropped by like 40 or 50 bucks Oof! what'd you get again the uh the blue headphones they're the planar magnetic uh ones which they're pretty i have to get them back on i haven't listened to them in a couple of mm. weeks um what are you using right now right now i use some uh, audio technica monitors that i've been using for years mm. the at or the at 50 something I like bought, that a while ago i bought these like little speakers and right now i notice when i have them plugged in all i hear is a fucking 60 hertz Oh, no, the hum's not a good one. That is not a good uh, one. I'm like, oh, god damn it! How? But, sucks. but with the headphones, Amazon would not do a price match. So it's like, okay, sure. you order the thing, whatever they were, they were like fifty bucks cheaper. Like two days yeah. later, before they even yeah. arrived, they wouldn't do a price need match. To refund them, just return them. Then. I did. Sure. Well, I canceled that and yeah. reordered it. Yeah. But it's like, how is that easier to Amazon to actually cancel an order that's in play? Yeah. And then it's like, it doesn't make sense. Your system should be smart enough to be like, oh, if the price drops and the person notices before it's delivered, yeah. you should adjust the price. Well, okay. I, I can explain that. So Amazon greedy. will sell the same product from multiple vendors. Well, this is through Amazon. This wasn't a third party. So it was an Amazon direct. Correct. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. So that's, I mean, otherwise I can't complain if it's like Amazon selling through, you know, all the other people, but I, I try yeah. to stick to shipped by Amazon and sold by Amazon, if at all possible, because I've mm-hmm. had way too many in the past where if it's handled by Amazon, but from a different seller, there's still been stuff that's like, yeah, this is not legit. Yeah, <laughs> this exactly. isn't knockoff. Uh, the only way to totally be sure. And even that, I don't know if you can be totally sure, but the safest case is 
sold by Amazon and shipped by Amazon. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's probably. The- so what else are you doing this weekend? Big uh, Memorial Day. You're just sitting around playing uh, video games. Well, I know the big, Podfather uh, wanted to see you. I mean, he wanted to get some gene action in. Who? The Podfather. He talked about that a few times yesterday during oh, the yeah, agenda. Yeah, we got to meet up. We haven't, we haven't met up for a long time. He wants the full Sir Gene experience. He starts giving yeah. your theories on the show. And I'm like, wow, somebody does listen to Gene's theories. <laughs> you know, he was asking about the uh, he thought it was great with the uh, when he asked you, do do the Russians really hate indoor toilets or whatever? And you're like, what's a toilet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so that not- seemed like the appropriate thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes a, I mean, it didn't take a long time. But I mean, it did take me like three days after uh, starting to talk to you to understand your sense of humor. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just Gene. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't necessarily believe what's being said. I know. Well, I I grew up watching a lot of British comedy. Which is very snarky. Yeah, it's it's all understated, sort of sarcastic and. Uh, Delivered uh, in know, a way sort of- where it doesn't you're not trying to sound like you're wanting to be funny right that's the yeah trick. You, you you have to do it with a relatively uh deadpan yeah the monotone sells it tone. and so i think that this, this is why i've had to learn to put a smiley face on a lot <laughs> when of you're my firing people <laughs> yeah exactly oh, i'm sorry uh, to let you know you've been terminated yeah, because people don't really understand. Uh oh, game might have crashed. Uh oh, paddles. Like it, game crashed. Fun times. Wow. Yeah, now we see this is why it's in, in beta. Uh, twice in one episode, we had a little crash. No, I'm sorry. That, that game's still an alpha, isn't it? It is an alpha. It's not even a beta. We'll just go to our regular talking heads then. Um, it is, you're you absolutely right. It's been an alpha for 10 years, which is great. Well, when people will send you money and you can stay in alpha for 10 years, that's great. I mean, it's not yes. as good as getting together with playmates and having them send you money, but it's close. It's pretty close. Uh, they have now raised, a.k.a. sold, uh, I think it's up to $413 million. That's fairly impressive like for pre-release. a game of this uh, <laughs> stature, yeah. Um. Now, now the company that, that makes this game, what is this what they're known for? Do they have something this is, big before this? Is this? Their only product. <laughs> so it's a brand new product and they got it the, was wow. a Kickstarter. It started as a Kickstarter. Wow. So this is definitely a uh, a case of where that worked quite well. Yeah, well, maybe. Um Well, I mean I they mean, got the money, whether they'll actually they ever the money, give you yeah. a real I product. Think, I believe the Kickstarter was for like sixteen million or something. So it was a large Kickstarter, big enough to get them to create the game and the the guy who is the the main dude the ceo was uh a game designer for other companies in the past so he brought a track record at least so he's very good at creating a you know an atmosphere and coming up with stuff to do but he's horrible at managing people obviously because it's been 10 years oh he needs you you're good no, at managing I know, people. I know. Believe me, I've I've considered that as well. You're like I'm reaching out, like I, you know, you can pay me in virtual money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long that would fly. If the, well, the, you have your ultimate yeah. ships. They do have an office here in Austin. You're like, all I want is the the main 
the biggest, mm-hmm. baddest starship to be called the Sir Jean. That would be a pretty cool ship, actually. Yeah. Well, my, my pride and joy <laughs> that I recently got in here is uh, the ship's name is uh, Anne Rand. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Is it spelled correctly? Yeah, it is spelled A-Y-N. Nice. But it's, um, yeah, I mean, all, all of my ships are based around characters in her books. Well, at least you have a system. I do. I do have a system. Everybody must donate so Gene can buy more spaceships. I mean, I'm just looking to buy food. Honestly, you don't even have to donate because if you use my gaming code, then that gives me points that I can use towards getting stuff. You can find that on SirGene.com. I did notice on, uh, for those of you listening on a podcast. We'll even include it in the show notes for this episode in case people are interested. Yeah, let me get that link from you. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But I noticed on uh, the uh, Satoshis.stream, which is a lot of people are using to get the sats for their podcast, if they're into podcasting 2.0, they now have a way to split that, it looks like, between multiple accounts. So I'll have to see if that's, uh, if we could do that direct, then we can just send 50 to you, 50 to me, and everybody's happy. Uh, Automate that stuff. Yeah, the big buku bucks. That was, yeah, the... (laughs) Well, I mean, we had like 7,000 sats uh, in the last week. Uh, how many? 7,000. That's pretty it was, good. It wasn't bad. Uh, what I would like to know is if anybody that has a podcast or does online sales, mm-hmm. I guess PayPal used to do this, but they don't do this anymore because the biggest pain in the ass at all this stuff is going to be uh, taxes at the mm-hmm. end of the year because yeah. I had to send uh, Bemrose a W 2 at the end of mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. and that'll be the same well, for, don't worry i think we made less than four hundred dollars <laughs> well within the year that's that for us this show that might be possible yeah i but, think i think that's what we're targeting is 399 <laughs> stay under the uh <laughs> right right under that line it's good but uh-huh. i want to know if there's any payment systems because i guess paypal used to do this does not do that anymore where do you what? could say hey i want to split like with paypal this would be great to say that yeah. for every dollar that gets donated to this show right uh-huh. to automatically split it before anybody sees any money so that way the tax portion of this doesn't mm. look like i got it all and then i have to pay you as a subcontractor and then deal with all the taxes if there was a way yeah but you could deduct whatever you're paying me as a subcontractor what oh, i do but that's just extra yeah. paperwork and i mean then, well there is a way like on my other show i just don't give anything to the co-host right well okay i could do that too i like that idea <laughs> As long as you're the one running the donations account, it's like, oh well, my. I also told people not to donate because I don't want to deal with it. Right. Well, see that the more you tell people not to donate, <laughs> the more they donate. We want people to support the show. We want yeah, to find well, an and easy I way. Tell them if they really want to donate, they can send money to this show, which is why we thought like the locals thing would be an interesting way. Yeah, to go. Locals seemed like it was to handle all that crap very easily. And there are so many moving parts and just yeah. things we don't. I think the biggest thing about locals, I think it's an awesome platform for somebody that's doing a political show who has an audience that isn't particularly techie. True. And since a lot of our audience is inherited from No Agenda, and No Agenda is 80% of the audience is working uh, in IT, it we have they know what to do. people that, for like locals, for them is like, this is stupid. But if anybody out there knows of a payment service or knows of a way to like hack it, I think and Venmo do something, will do that. Right. Well, if you know of a way, 
that you can set up something so like every dollar that comes in from PayPal goes to it's two different PayPal accounts split up automatically. Yeah, yeah. I would. Li- I mean, I can't believe that doesn't exist because there I are so Venmo many shows does that I believe it does that Venmo. Yeah. Oh, that might be what to, we can move to then for the instead of the main thing being PayPal donations. Yeah. If, it, yeah, if you that exists, create a, a new account every time it reaches four hundred dollars. Just create a brand new one. Hey, I don't mind paying the taxes. I am not trying to evade the IRS. I've no, got, you just want to not worry about split. Everybody portion. just send cash. Don't send blankets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't send water. Just don't send, send water. Just send. How did that cash. come out of somebody's mouth? Don't, don't send water. I don't know who sends water. I don't know, but George Bush also says that the invasion of Iraq was a uh, was an well, unwarranted. He's, he's uh, right about that. <laughs> yeah, talk about the truth wanting to come out. Yeah, well, he even I agree. I think with Adam. I think right after saying that little fumble and laughing, he he did say, "Well, that's true too." Yeah, well, I think he was making the joke, but this again is where context uh-huh. and uh, um, you know, I think in his mind was like, "Well, there's a lot of people agreeing with that." So uh, yeah, and he yeah, knew. Which- that that was a funny flub to make and when i met him i think he seemed like a can't nice guy leave the united states yeah who wants to leave the united states though i mean he, that's... well soon a lot of people <laughs> well, true the way things are heading true true towards the toilet hey when i met george he seemed like a nice guy that's all i can say yeah i got a bottle of wine from him nice yeah he's like get out of my state <laughs> get out of my state <laughs> welcome to my state get out of my uh-huh. state i don't know one or the other I think that um, he was better than the alternative. Oh, I would agree. And he wasn't the fool that everybody made him out to be. But, you know, he has. He, he talks is Texas. a little fooly. Yeah. But he talks Texas. You know, he's got that. He does uh, talk, but I do make fun of my other co-host for that, too. Oh, who also talks Texas. That, that's very. Uh, he said something, blah, 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 nuclear. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah. So he said, I, I don't know like what George. that is. What is that word? <laughs> nuclear nuclear uh-huh. uh like well it's not pronounced well it's not how it's spelled and that's not how it's supposed to be pronounced so what are you talking about see i should listen to the show more it's just people bitching about pronunciations no it's just me bitching about pronunciation well, not other people but this is nice you invite people on and then yeah. you berate them i'm sorry what is that in australian your accent is horrible what are you trying to say be berated by sir gene <laughs> come on the show <laughs> But yeah, send yeah, in your so applications. Exactly. I'm taking applications. Be a guest on the show. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. We actually, I think we're planning on having another guest soon. The, the, I got to tell you, dude, using these tools like StreamYard and Zencaster makes doing three separate people really easy because it just, you know, either blends them all by itself or chops them up into three separate files. Yeah. And there's a like, brand you don't new- have to try and balance out, uh, the, um, yeah, the audio, uh, the volume. Yeah, the and, levels individually for each person. You don't need to do the fancy setup that you and I have. You could literally just let the cloud companies do it for you. The cloud knows all. And then there's a new Procaster, the new uh, road thing. There's a version 2.0 coming out. No, it's not out yet, though, right? No, I think or it's a missed announcement. In pre-release uh, that they announced what it is and everybody's going all gaga about it. You know, Adam was oh, really? saying he wants one. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was that far along. I know Adam mentioned it to me a few weeks ago, and he said, "You know, there'll be a new one coming out that'll be good." I didn't realize they had a. I a haven't looked version. at the specifics. I mean, it's very close to release, and the one thing they are talking about is that they did now put in the ability 
to make it more worthwhile for streamers. So processing and then sending the process stuff out immediately, which is the one thing the old one didn't do. It was all, well, yeah, you could do it. But then if you wanted the compression and all that, it was only on the recorded version, not it wasn't doing it all. So live. What's the new one called? I think it's just the Procaster 2 or whatever the Roadcaster was. Whatever the first oh, one was yeah. called, I think Procaster they just added. Two. Yeah, 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 you're right. Because I'm, I'm on their site right now. Let's see. Procaster 2. Does More it have gear. a bigger screen? More um, gear. It looks like it might actually even be a tiny bit smaller. Which would be that's good. good. Well, my question yeah, is still. that's the thing. It's like the Moto is a quarter the size of the alternatives. Yes. Well, that was my still question. What can this do that the Motu can't? I know the Motu, there's, it's How not as this thing? easy. It's like six ninety nine still, I think. Really? Yeah. So like same price as the Motu that we got. Hmm. And I want to know I what it could do. one of these just to play with it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. I like ninety nine. Having- yeah. So it's a hundred bucks. Well, it's 50 bucks more than the Motu. But it's like, what can it do that the Motu can't? I don't think anything. Nothing probably. Yeah. Motu's. Hey, if the sound is better, I mean, the, the two issues that I've heard from people, one, it's just quality on the Roadcaster is variable. Some people have good ones, great ones. Other people get one and it's got a little noise on channel three. I believe it. Uh, so assembly issues. And then the second thing is just like the, the preamps they're using are not as clean as what the Motu's using. The Motu's got super clean sound. Yes. Yeah, I have no um, complaints at all with the sound of the Motu. Yeah. It's, it is tell. professional studio audio sound. Yes, it and, is and not. Honestly, we're also using the two smallest products they have in the pro line. Yes. Because the M2 and the M4 are not the pro line. That's just like consumer shit. No, and that sounds but, really good. That's what Larry But uses. they sound good too, yeah. yeah. But the nice uh, preamp. But, but most products that Moto make, their average price is probably around 2000 bucks. Yeah. So And up. So it, it is literally products for building a studio out. Well, yeah, because you have the ability to have multiple analog ins and outs. You can route anything you want, anywhere you want. You could do multiple mix minuses, which is one thing that still this device yeah, will not do. it's the only product that will do it right now. Right. Well, this even this new Procaster 2, as far as I can tell, has one well, channel yeah. coming in for a remote guest or host, yeah. which means if you want to have two guests or two hosts and one guest, that's still yeah. not going to do it where the Motu no. can. Yeah. Right but out if of the you're box. using Zencaster, none of this shit matters anyway. Well, Zencaster will split all this stuff up yeah. into the multiple uh, lines, yeah. as I believe the StreamYard does as well. We'll give you yeah. multiple audio streams to yep. reassemble yourself. I just have not tested recently. And, and if you're doing live broadcasting, then, um, yeah, then you really do want a product that has real time mix minusing. Yeah. And you, well, if, yeah, especially if you have more than one guest or host that would make sense i haven't tested out zencaster recently to see if the uh, lag and the drift is all fixed there's no lag or drift i've I've been that's that's what we mostly use for the other show multi-track and there's no drift yeah and even with three guests no drift at all i like it i did tell everybody to make sure they're on 48 kilohertz that yes you do not want to have a sample rate problem you do not that's no Mm -hmm. good no bueno well everybody I mean, we hope you have a nice, fun time for Memorial Day. Yeah, absolutely. Eat some uh, Memorial food. <laughs> what is what is Memorial food? Just like hot I, dogs. I'm trying to remember. What is it? It's hot bison. dogs, right? Yeah, it's like a barbecue holiday. 
Yeah, it's a, it kind of is. It's a summer kickoff is what it is, really. You can do whatever you want. I mean, we're not going to force you. And, and also remember all the dead people. Yeah. Remember that, that those who have given their lives. Yeah. That crooked politicians started. So you have uh, so you have some freedom, man. I mean, the people that do that job, you, you, when you're in the military, you don't really get the choice of going, I'll just wait. I'll wait for backup. Uh, no, we're not going to go in and save those kids. No, you don't usually hear those stories. Oh, well, the... The police certainly do that. I know. That's the problem. We, anyway. need, we need the military on the streets, I think is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, totally. But I'll be watching some racing. I mean, we've got the uh, Indy 500 on Sunday and then the Coca-Cola 600. So a big day of racing. Oh, yeah. Go out, enjoy it. And uh, I mean, celebrate Gene's birthday. We can just I mean, if you missed oh, yeah, it you yesterday. Do that for yeah. sure. Celebrate. Enjoy. Hey, There's we'll, I put a picture of the roadcaster up. It's a beautiful thing. We're not sponsored by them, but, and we have no idea how good it's going to work, but that's what we're talking about. Hey, if they want to send us one or two. Yeah. Cause you know, we're like an important podcast in the podcast universe out there. They won't even send People one listen to, to us. They, they trust us for advice. <laughs> they won't send one to Adam Curry, but I bet you they will send one to Bandrew if he wants one. Oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah. He is the guy. And he already talked about good people. Like, are you going to, are you going to, you're going to, are you going to do a review? And he's just like, the review would take me days and in the end result would be two hours. So he's like, no, I'm not going to review it. Review what? The Roadcaster 2. Oh, well, we can review it. I would. It's yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah, I would. But it would take a long time. I mean, it's with with something like that, a microphone, you Wouldn't can do a me review. very long. You're like, it, it's just, too uh, many buttons. It's got too many buttons. No good. <laughs> you know that I would I would love to watch that review on youtube well, you just heard it right there uh-huh. i'm looking at it right now it's got way too many buttons you just don't need that many buttons it's a 45 so I, it's a 45 second video with a 15 second intro and a 15 second outro <laughs> exactly hi this is Gina. i i did no the good. button design for the podcaster pro that we did with adam and it had one big dial, dial yeah big dial and two buttons that's all you need <sighs> you want to just be able to button your button gene i i just like i have a more mature Apple-like design kind of perspective than clearly a lot of these guys. You just need something that'll look good in your spaceship. Also, what's the deal with physical, like, movable parts? All that should be is a giant touch screen, and you can move things up and down on it. That's what the Motu is. Which is why I like the Motu. It's a giant touch screen. Well, and it's not even, a, it's only a giant touch string if you turn on an iPad or an, uh, you know, Which it doesn't is what have to I be have. Apple. I have an iPad running on that's emulating the Moto at all times. But that's the best. Less stuff to break. Yeah. I mean, that. other than the fact that it won't be available for another year, I don't know if you're in the loop on this, but Moto is not available anywhere right now. Our model. Well, there's a lot of them that are. Not well, just mine Motu. model anyway. I don't, well, either yours or mine, because yours is just discontinued. Yeah. Mine is not discontinued, but is not available right now. Because, uh, you know, Ben's been trying to get one and he's found it impossible. And the reason is apparently some factory that was making some part of it, maybe the motherboard, uh, burned down. And so the company, which obviously it's made in China by some third party, but the company took a long time or has been, you know, trying to find the replacement vendor. and. the estimate right now is that the first batch of the new products. Oh, and somebody wished me a happy birthday. Um, ha- happy 35th birthday again, Sergene. 
That is great. Somebody remembered that I celebrate the 35th, 35th birthday every year. That's hey, correct. It'll just be another year of spreading KGB propaganda. Yeah, uh, that's not the outro. We're still talking. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's not available. It won't be available until the first quarter of next year. That's crazy. It is crazy. I was mean, like, how do you not find a factory that can make them faster? Yeah, I don't know. It's almost like it's being done intentionally. Ugh. And, and I if they know- had a different replacement product, that'd be one thing. It's like, right. okay, so well, you, like- you, you ran out of the current one. You haven't made the new one. I get it. Yeah, we, we have no product to sell you right now. Sorry. No, just nothing. No, no product. Oh, well, if you want, you could buy the $2,500 one that does the same stuff. And I want to know if anybody bought one of those Rode Procasters. Is there any uh, noise yet? A lot of yet? people bought them. Adam, the so I talked to Adam about this. Yeah. So what? he picked them up, both that and the, the Tascam or T-Act or whatever one. Oh, yeah. They, they made one as well. Yeah. So and Zoom bought, made one. Yeah. 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 So he bought all that just to test. And his extremely detailed uh, uh, review of that, much like mine, was, Too yeah, these all suck. Yeah. They're not really made for podcasting. Well, no, they're made for, they're, they're kind of taking a music mentality. and Well, just, not even. What, what he said they're probably really good at, although he doesn't do this, is they're probably really good at, like, they're made for Twitch people. But the last one wasn't because it wouldn't immediately stream the process sound. Which oh, is really? what this one's supposed to yes that was the biggest yeah. downfall even though it had the compression and all that yeah yeah, yeah. it was not immediately bouncing that back out just for recording yes that's stupid yes mm. exactly which is what this one is supposed to fix but i want to know with yeah, the those, only the only plus of this thing is you get the apex oral exciter and hey, the big baby. bottom built in because they bought apex when they went out of business hey that's right and i am using the apex right now yeah. but a real apex and to be fair, this thing cost well, about as much as the that just that device in its entirety when the oh yeah when this yeah. came well, and out. I've got a dead Apex, which probably could be fixed. The power supply is dead. Well, you get that fixed, but man. that was a thousand dollars. Yeah, the Apex, uh, whatever. What's it? The two hundred four. And the, this one, mine had a tube amp. Ooh, even nicer. Yeah, even nicer. But I want to know with all of those sliders, the faders, and yeah. the buttons. How noisy is it getting? Because usually those, if it's made cheap plastic shit, right? If it's made in China, I mean, I've had the, uh, you know, Behringer mixers where after a couple of years that starts happening. Cheap plastic shit. The Allen and Heath, good stuff. That's not happening on the Allen and Heath. Okay. But if that starts happening on this stuff, it's going to make it very much. uh, Well, they come out with a new model every two years. Yeah. Well, who wants to spend 700 bucks every two years? Mm Mm-hmm. But I know, I mean, I was just looking for an MP3 player. I know this is like, so 1990 very much, but, uh, because my wife had a Sansa Sandisk clip plus Mm. and the thing was bulletproof. It's very small battery lasts like 14, 15 hours. It's gone through the wash a couple of times. Once you buy the last generation of the iPod that they announced, they're no longer going to make anymore. So the currently available one is the last one you can buy. I thought about that, but when I found another one of these Sansa clips, the new old stock on eBay and bought it, mm-hmm. it's like twice what I paid for the last one, but, uh, mm-hmm. but it is that particular device. Yeah. So I was talking about Walmart and one of the things I saw at Walmart, oh, you still also, might find it on the, <laughs> the shelves at Walmart. Yeah, exactly. What they had uh techniques record players 
for $180. I'm like, $180 for a freaking record player. That's insane. For what the hell? Who's buying this shit that they that Walmart is dedicating shelf space to this? Well, those would be the uh, record players that will just gouge out your records. Uh, well, no, not for that price. I don't think it will. Yeah, the, those, I mean, aren't bad. I know they came up with a USB. Mm-hmm. There's like a USB 90 and a USB 180. But I upped it to a Project turntable. And uh, Project is coming out with a very cool looking Metallica inspired turntable. But it's like 1600 bucks. So I don't know if I'm I'm that into <laughs> the uh See, my idea of like a turntable that'd be worth buying would be one that doesn't turn that you put your disc on it does a scan of it and then plays it from memory you want the laser one right yeah exactly but then, but then you're you're ruining it you're not analog anymore baby yeah that's because analog sucks baby no you want, <laughs> you want the feeling of the needle in the groove you certainly do not you want the needle in the groove, that beautiful sound. Yeah, the needle on the record. I've got the uh, ultrasonic cleaner. Oh, God, those yep. things make such a horrible noise. But you throw you a little hear bit. hear ultrasonic cleaners? Oh, well, the, yeah. Wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I don't think you understand how these things work. These things are loud. I mean, what no, they're I've doing. No, I've got one. Yeah, I cleaned the, my watch with it. Yeah, this one, uh, obviously, it's a. Uh, oh, I got a new watch. <laughs> Rolex for your birthday? No. No, I I already had Rolex. No, no, no. I got a cool watch, man. This thing's awesome. It's a Garmin. Uh, what what model is it? It's a Tech Technique something Technic Tech Garmin Tech. This is riveting radio tactics. Garmin. <laughs> it's ri- well, I'm looking at the the thing with the deal and the deal right there. It's the Garmin Tactics, but not delta i got the model seven well then you should know when it's 9 a.m and the show's ready to start from now on uh i did i did and yeah and by the way the reason that i was late is i was trying to get the video game running now i wasn't actually late for the show (laughs) see see your priorities are all askew gene i don't know about that why are they askew because you should be ready willing and able i was ready i was just trying to get the game running at 9 a.m central time but this watch has freaking everything man will it make you breakfast uh, it will totally make your breakfast but i'm in why do i not see it in here it's That's been discontinued it. you bought it so it's like go it on. made one uh-huh. here it is finally Tactics found somebody to buy it pro ballistic edition that's what i have oh so it's it'll stop pro- a bullet you just have to be able to put the, <laughs> the watch exactly it, where the get bullets come get this it talks to a laser range finder and calculates the proper bullet solution for you really yeah yeah this thing is got stealth mode how many watches have stealth mode what is stealth mode on a watch i don't know but it's got it <laughs> but it's got it <laughs> it's got it this watch has a kill switch oh well that i understand how many watches have kill switches is it to kill the watch or to kill somebody yes. near you though yes it's to kill the watch but what i I'm- accidentally pressed it once but luckily it has a 10 second countdown so i could cancel it and the whole house started to go through the, the uh, house like, blew up yeah. yes i mean that's like holy shit that's awesome you have this thing is the coolest mode. watch of course it's got a gps with a map on there naturally 
your home will de- your home will uh, yeah. implode and do four, stuff. Three. Um, it'll calculate all kinds of things for you. All the sensors, all the sensors you can imagine. All on of there. the sensors. Like all the sensors. and uh, rojometers yeah, and the quadrometers. Yeah. It, it automatically gets weather information from your nearest airport. What if my nearest airport? Over the air. Way, way far away. Well, if you're within the range of the airport, it'll pull down its info. It basically has a, uh, a receiver just like in, you would have in an airplane. This sounds like something a spy might have. Uh, maybe somebody that might work for a three letter agency. There's no such agency though. Or maybe more than three. Uh, and here's the best part. This is the most impressive thing at all about the watch. The battery lasts over a month. Who is it? Perpetual motion. What? Perpetual motion. What about it? Is that what it is? Is that how it works? No, it's solar. Oh, that's not as fun. Yeah. 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 But, it's got a built-in flashlight. Your watch has a built-in flashlight. It has a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess the, the watch. Uh, it has a compass. For right the man the who has it all. Well, the watch, the man who has the watch that has it all would be maybe a better way of phrasing it. Is, it, is there an SD card in there so you can put your highly it's sensitive got 16 gigs. documents? <laughs> 16 gigs in the watch. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It'll calculate how much water and first aid you need. You are, you are it shows you stamina right on the watch. <laughs> does it show your uh, O2 levels? And it does rate? show, it does do real time continuous O2 monitoring. The watch is like, you as are well as heart health. rate monitoring. Obviously it does both of those. You will be dying soon. Yeah. I Warning. mean, it's for an athlete like me. This watch is absolutely perfect. An athlete. Got an altimeter, barometer, compass, all that standard crap. But maps. did it did it come with a free Adidas tracksuit? No, no, I I had to buy the Adidas tracksuit. That's you know, that's the thing. I mean, it's it is insanely cool. I when I when I saw this watch was available back at the center, I was like, holy shit! I need to get me one of these. Net Ned wants to know if it tracks sperm count. Does it track sperm count? If you are wearing a watch like this, your sperm count is 11. 